Blog Talk Radio. You are good And your love 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Who is like you, the Lord? Who is like you, the God? We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. That endures forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, mighty Lord. Oh, Jesus, I pray tonight you speak to your people, Lord, in a special way, Lord. Lord, meet the need of your people, Lord, whatever they're going through, Lord Jesus. Whatever's happening in their life, Lord Jesus, help them to overcome, Lord Jesus. Lord, whatever's holding them captive will be removing your name. Mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, we pray, we ask in your name, Lord Jesus, to help your people to serve you, Lord, in these last days, to help your people to be ready, ratchet ready, Lord, to go to heaven with you, Jesus. Time is short, Lord Jesus. Time is fulfilled, Lord. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will help us, Lord, to endure, Lord, to the end. Jesus, we repent, pray, God, and believe in this last day, Lord. And we ask you to help us, Lord, to overcome, Lord, anything of this world, anything of the enemy, Lord. In Jesus' name, to stand firm in your word, Lord Jesus. Help us to keep your commandment, Lord Jesus. Help us to stay in communion, Lord Jesus. Help us to love. Help us to forgive, Lord Jesus. To walk by faith and not by sight, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Jeshua name, Joshua name. Mighty Lord, mighty God, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, mighty Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Jawa. Thank you, Jesus, for this, uh, another nine. Hallelujah. The Lord is closer to come. Thank you, Jesus. In the book of Hebrew, I'm in Hebrew chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. I, I want you to see something with me there that I know the Lord wants us to see in his word. Hallelujah. What God wants to say to us is in his word. Brothers and sisters, Hebrew chapter 1, verse 1 says this. After sundry time, and in diverse manner, hallelujah, God spoke in all time to our fathers by the prophets. And these last days, says the writer of Hebrew, he has spoken unto us by his son. Lord, thank you for this word, Lord Jesus. That is you speaking to us, Lord. Help us to know, to know and to know, to understand, mighty Lord, that you are the one that chooses a vessel. You are the one that chooses to speak to us, however you do it, Lord. Let it be to your own word, your Bible. Let it be to your prophet, Lord, however you speak to our heart, our minds, through dreams and visions in the last day, Lord, through revelation, Lord. It is you speaking, Lord, that we will at least out of, out of the whole message, out of the whole teaching, we will get, we will understand who is the one speaking. Lord, that is you and no other. It is you that quicken our spirit to listen. It is you that quicken us to pray. 
It is you, Lord, that is working in us, Lord, to pay attention and to receive your message. It is you preparing us, Lord, for your coming. Help us to see you, Lord. Help us to understand when it's you speaking to us, Lord. Help us to pay attention, Lord. Help us to be obedient. Lord, which is better than sacrifice, help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In other times, the Lord Jesus spoke to the prophet. But the word of God says that in these last days, he is speaking to us through his son. It is Jesus directly, hallelujah, using his vessel, his prophet, his preacher, his apostle, his messenger, to speak to us, to speak to our lives, to our needs, to awaken us through his message. It is Jesus doing this. It is no other by him. Brothers and sisters, this is why we must pay close attention when he is speaking to us. Because a lot of times, we may think it's men, we may say it's men, but it's him that has chosen someone to bring us a warning or a message and to speak to our lives, brothers and sisters. This is why we have to be extremely careful through whom the message comes, not just the messenger, but the sermon know when the Lord is speaking to us through his word, through his messenger. Hallelujah. Psalm 118a. Hallelujah. Verse 6, I'm sorry. No, it's not in 6. The Lord is with me, says David. Therefore, I will not fear what men can do unto me. A lot of times we fear men too much. But David did not fear what men would do unto him. Why? Because David was trusting in the Lord. And when you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, brothers and sisters, and your total trust is in Jesus, what man can do to you may be impossible to them. Brothers and sisters, we give men more credit than what we have to give them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7. The Lord is with me among them that help me. Therefore, should I see my desire upon my enemy. Praise you, Lord. You want God to defeat your enemy. You want God to give you the victory over your enemy. That desire God can grant to you, he will grant to you. If you stay faithful to him, if you stay seeking the Lord daily, repenting daily, for sure the Lord will fight for you. Thank you, Lord. Because vengeance is mine, says the Lord. We have to let the Lord fight for us, brothers and sisters. Verse 8. 
It is better to trust in the Lord than to have confidence in men. A lot of times we don't even notice that we have confidence in what men can do to us. And sometimes even more confidence in what men can do to us than on the Lord Jesus Christ and God Almighty protection. Hallelujah. Because him that dwells under the shadow of the Almighty, brothers and sisters, will have his protection. He will protect us. So if God is protecting us, why are we in so much fear of what men can do to us? That is because we have given men more credit than what we should. It is better to trust in the Lord than to have confidence in men. Careful having confidence in men. Trust the Lord always. And be careful having confidence in men. Because they will let you down, but not the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 9. It is better to trust in the Lord than to have confidence in princes. Now, this is your governors, your presidents, your mayors. Hallelujah. Anyone in government, your princes. It is better for you and I to have confidence in the Lord than to have confidence in our governor, in our president, in our commander-in-chief, and all of them, in our mayor, because the Lord will provide to us. But our, our politician can only do so much. Some people say, don't believe any politician. And they're right, because there's not much they can do for you and I. Sometimes they have plans when they go into office and they fail people when they go into office because it is a whole different thing. Verse 10. All nations have compassed me, but in the name of the Lord so I will destroy them. The Lord Jesus is going to overcome our enemy in these last days. He has promised to come and take us home in the rapture. And they're caught up in the end of the party. He had promised to take us home. Thank you, Jesus. And he will not fail his bride. He's not fail his people. We can always trust that the Lord will take us home. That the Lord will remain faithful to us. That he will not leave us nor forsake us, brothers and sisters. No matter what's going on around our life in these last days, we can be sure that if we are trusting in the Lord, we can have confidence and victory from the Lord and the victory of the Lord in our behalf. But that's only if we are trusting the Lord, if we are walking under the fear of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hebrew 1, 2 says, Whom, talking about Jesus, whom he hath made heir of all things. But Jesus said it this way, All that the Father hath is mine. Brothers and sisters, it's Rabbi Jesus. All that the Father hath is mine. Hallelujah. 
and he will give it to whoever he wants. He wants to give us, hallelujah, so much, but he will only give it to them that are obedient. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. John 17, verse 2 says, As has, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to all of them that thou hast given him. And this is the life eternal, that they know thee, hallelujah, to be the only very God, and whom thou hast sent Jesus Christ, the Messiah. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now glorify thou, glorify thou, Father, with thy own self, own self, with the glory which I have with thee before the world was. I have declared thy name unto the man which thou gavest me out of the world that thine they were, and thou gave them to me, and they have kept thy word. Thank you, Jesus. The word cleanses us, brothers and sisters. Keeping the word is what God expected bride to do in the last days. You see, Father God demands obedience from you and I, and he will not take any less. It is up to you and I to make the decision, to make the choice, because it's free will God has given us. You see, God is not going to judge you, hallelujah, for making the right decision. God going to judge you for making the wrong decision. Because God has given you and I the choice to make the right decision. The freedom, brothers and sisters, has given us the choice because he gave us free will. So God expects you and I to make the right choice to keep his commitment and to be obedient to him as his son Jesus. Verse 6. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I have declared thy name unto the man which thou gave me out of the world. Thou thine they were, and thou gave them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they know that all things Whatsoever thou hast given me are thee, are of thee. You see, recognizing the Father through Jesus, and it's a very important matter to the bride of Christ. You see, when people say, you always talk about Jesus, you never talk about God. And they don't like me as a messenger, some people, I say. Not all of them, some, some, some. It might be a little amount. It might be just a few. Because they say, I talk too much about Jesus. But I don't talk about Father. I don't talk about God, they say. Hallelujah. But it's because everything was made through Christ, according to his word. All made things were made through him. God chose his son. And the Bible teaches us that without him, nothing was made. Must have been a boring time, nothing was made. I may want to find out one day in heaven if nothing was made before God made everything, then how did God entertain himself? 
How did God live? He, it must have been very unhappy for him because there was nothing in the beginning. Thank you, Lord. He has to make everything, and he made everything to his son because his son been with him since the beginning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hebrew 1, 3. Hallelujah. 1, 2, I'm sorry. Whom he had made the heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Huh. The, the earth was void and empty, brothers and sisters. When the Spirit of God was moving, that was Jesus Christ's Spirit. Nothing else was. And God spoke and began to make everything. But Jesus was there. It was him that God used. Who be in the brightness of his glory. In the engraved form of his person. Jesus Christ is the engraved form, says the Geneva Bible, of the Father. Something engraved, something you can look at and say, this is God. Hallelujah. And bring up all things by his mighty word. Hallelujah. By his mighty word, we can always hope in his promises, his word. Brothers and sisters, his promises are true and amen. We can always claim them. And it's something that you and I need to trust and in it's in his word, in his promise, brothers and sisters. If you're asking God, in other words, for something, God to tell you if he's going to give you that something, you need to hear his word. Let it be to a dream of vision. And wait upon the Lord for him to confirm to you whatever that it is that you're asking him. It can be the salvation of your family. i give you an example. I had asked the Lord to save my family who are not Christians now, including the Christian, no matter how, no matter what, no matter whether they stay in the tribulation or they're ready to go home in the rapture, I had asked the Lord to save it no matter what. I have a brother that works for the state. And the state people in the tribulation, this lawyer, are the first one who's going to get the, the RFID, the mark of the beast. And the Lord showed him me in the tribulation. And I saw him like fighting against God's will. Let me explain myself. I saw my brother frustrated in the tribulation. And one of the reasons he was frustrated, because when they make the RFID mandatory, brothers and sisters, he should have gotten it. But he refused to receive the RFID but he didn't know. He knew it was God stopping him, but he didn't know why God was stopping him from getting the RFID. And it was because I had asked the Lord to save him no matter what. And Jesus, when he makes you a promise to you, because I said, Lord, will you save my family? And the Lord says, yes, I will. And that was the end of that. I continued to pray for them. But I know that I know that I know that they're going to be saved. Why do I know? Because the Lord gave me his word, his promise. And I want to teach you about God's promises that are true and amen. That you can always go to the Lord about his promise. 
and he will tell you and I about his promise. And my brother knew that God was stopping him from getting the RFID, but he didn't understand why, brothers and sisters, but God did not allow him to get it, so he will be beheaded for Christ, because that is the only way people are going to be saved in the tribulation, brothers and sisters. That is the only way for people to be saved, to be beheaded for Christ. But it's in his word, and his word is true. Amen, it will come to pass. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah, and we are so close to the tribulation. I was looking up information, hallelujah, in regards to, to, the, to the beast. And the people said that the, the, the beast will want worship, that the beast will want worship, hallelujah, in Revelation 13. And when I look up the word worship in Hebrew, I find out that the worship that the Antichrist won, God had left it clear in his word. And the name is Barak. Obama means falling from the sky. And Barak means worship in Hebrew. Barak Obama, the, the fallen devil. That's how he identified in Hebrew. And I was sharing with a brother, I said, this is incredible. He is in the Hebrew Bible. Brother, since it's Barack Obama. Obama fallen one, fallen from heaven, falling like lightning. And Barack worshiped, because he seek worshiping from his followers that get the mark of the beast. He will make, oh, hallelujah, all to worship him. That's all he wants in the tribulation. He's seeking people to worship him. But the bride of Christ don't need to fear. Because greater is he that is in nine. That he that is in the world than Barack Obama. And the, and the driver, the devil. We don't need to fear. We don't need to be under fear. Fear don't need. Hallelujah. We cannot allow fear to take control of us. Because we serve the Lord. And greater is he that is in us. That he that is in the world. We need to learn. To trust the Lord, brothers and sisters. That's why the Bible continues to teach us to trust the Lord. Why is that? Because we need to learn to trust the Lord, especially in the last days. We need to continue to seek the Lord, present to his commandments, believe what his word says, and every day claim his promise to the prayer, brothers and sisters, because his, his promise are true, amen. And the Lord is going to bring them to pass. Verse 3 of Hebrews 1, who be in the brightness of his glory, of the glory, and the engraved form of his person, and the veering up of all things, that by his mighty word, how himself purge our sin, and sit at the right hand of the majesty and the high places and the highest places. No no place can be higher than heaven for sure. Hallelujah. He is sitting there. God called him to sit there at his right hand. Unto all his enemies come under his feet. It is total control that Christ has over his enemies. 
brothers and sisters. Total control. Total dominion. And his, his last enemy, the dead, the dragon, will be thrown alive in the lake of fire, the burn with fire and brimstone. They have no way of escaping God's judgment. But you and I have given the opportunity to repent. We need to take repenting serious. We need to be in repentance daily, day and night, every day, before the throne of God, brothers and sisters, to escape the judgment to come. We are being called to repent. We are being called to cry out to God, to pray without ceasing, brothers and sisters, to call out to God for his help, especially in the last days when things are getting so difficult. But God spoke through his prophet to our parents, but to us he's speaking through his son. But again, the last day prophet, his son is the one using them. God gave the prophet in the Old Testament a messenger, a message. But in these last days, the message is even more special. Because not only are they the messenger, they carry the word. But not only the word, they carry the spirit, which is Jesus himself. So when they bring us the message, the messenger comes with the message. So it is the Lord himself speaking through and to us, brothers and sisters. This is why. The message cannot be ignored because the messenger are not just giving us a message, but the message itself is the Lord. And he's speaking to us. It is like when the Lord says to us, keep thou my commitment. Well, isn't he the commitment? He himself is the word. So what are he saying to us in your heart? Keep me in your mind, keep me in your life, keep me in your body, soul, and spirit, is what he's telling you and I, brothers and sisters. It's not only just a message he's given us, but it's also a Messiah, a messenger, a life that the message brings to us, a salvation of escaping from the destruction to come. Because the destruction to come, it is so close. It is closer, oh God, help me. It is closer than what many things. Jesus himself told me this, that when he will come, his coming, he says to me, will be closer than what people think it is. I don't know what's in your mind. I hope it's Christ. I don't know what's in your heart. I hope it's Christ. But, what you think about his coming, I tell you this day, is closer, it's closer than what you and I think. Praise your Lord. It is closer. Soon, there will be a great surprise to the world. The world, hallelujah, and the bride of Christ, the bride is going to enjoy a great presence of God. Hallelujah, a great joy, and so much more. But the world, brothers and sisters, I always have said this, and it's my own opinion. 
and it's because of what the Lord and God has shown me, brothers and sisters, about the past, the present, and future, that the world is not ready. Judgment that is about to come. People have no idea, and I tell you this, one of the reasons why, Jesus showed me the day after the rapture happened, Jesus showed me people speaking. And this is what I heard people saying. People said, if God, this is some believer, would have given me more time, I would have fasted. I would have, con- I would have consecrated my life for him to be ready for his coming. That, that is one type of people. The other people that did not went to church and did not believe were saying, those Christians that disappeared were right, and we were wrong, and we had no idea what was coming. We had no idea it what came out of their mouth. And I'm standing there listening to them, and as I listened to them, my spirit shook because of the words with such a great pain and agony that was coming out of their mouth. Jesus when he described the tribulation, brothers and sisters, he said that there will be great tribulation like never, like never was before and like never will be again. Hallelujah. What was he teaching us? What did he want the world to understand about his coming or about the event of the tribulation? that is about to take place, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. This is one of the examples. Matthew 24, 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached through the whole world for a witness unto all the nations, and then the end will come. But when ye therefore to see the abomination and desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, said in the holy place, Jerusalem, let him that read it consider. Brothers and sisters, there is a, a, an abomination about to take place in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is being divided in two. The eastern part of Jerusalem being handed over to the Arabs. And the rest part, the other half, hallelujah, is being left for the Jewish. Right now, of the eastern part, some of the leaders that are there, Arabs leaders, are already telling the Jewish people not to come to the eastern part. Hallelujah. Because this is going to open the door for the Antichrist to come in. This is the preparation of the Gentiles stepping the feet for 42 months in the holy place. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. It will be given to the Gentiles, the Bible says. And they will be in there for 42 months. And the preparation for the division, because before there is a conquering, we have this example all over the Bible. There has to be a division. There is, the devil cannot conquer anything unless he's divine. He has done this throughout the Bible. 
throughout the beginning? How did he conquer the garden? How did the devil conquer the garden? He first went to Eve. Notice that the devil did not go there Adam and Eve together to speak to them both. No. He went to half of them because they both were one. So he took, if they both were one, according to the word of God, Adam and Eve were one body. Jerusalem is one body. But in order for the devil to enter Jerusalem as their Messiah, he thinks, to divide, to conquer. He in the garden, he went to the to the better half of Adam. Some people say the better half. He went to the better half of Adam and spoke to the better half, conquered the mind of the better half. You see, when there is a marriage that is, is, is very good in business and anything else, the, the business people know what I'm talking about. Maybe a few don't. When they say it's a sexful man, they always look for the woman. And this has been throughout history, brothers and sisters. If Adam was successful in the garden, taking care of God's business, taking care of the earth, Eve was his, help, his helper. She was there with him, side by side, taking care of the garden. For in order for the devil to conquer that kingdom, he needed first to divide the kingdom. So the devil went to Eve, looking to divide to conquer. And in the moment he convinced Eve to eat from the tree of the garden, that the Lord God had told him not to eat, because in the day they will eat from it, they will die. Dead will be introduced in the garden. Because there was no dead in the garden. There was only life because there was only Christ. And Christ is the life of all the living. There was no dead. In order for death to come into the garden, someone will have to open the door. I thank you, Jesus. So he opened the door for death to come in. And vision. And in order for the devil to confuse Adam. Hallelujah. In order for the devil to confuse, he first needed to, hallelujah, divide, confuse, and conquer. Thank you, Lord. And that's what the devil is doing in the last days. He is bringing division, and he is bringing confusion. Division to divide and conquer, and confusion so he is allowed to conquer. And he's being allowed to conquer by the, leader, the leaders of the world through the UN. The UN, the UN and Germany have had a meeting where they have agreed that the eastern part of Jerusalem will be made Palestine. We're still waiting for the announcement. It is scheduled for the month of September of 2016. As I heard from John Kerry himself, the month of September, he says publicly, will be the month when the UN and them 
will make the final bolt. They will make the final. They're already bolt, brothers and sisters. And we know that over 30% of the UN, close to 40, I heard, already agreed to this. So there's no way this bolt cannot pass. This is a, a, a 60-40 so far, 60-40 in agreement for this bolt to pass in September. So while we're going to here in September, it is a total agreement of the U.N. member for the eastern part of Jerusalem to be named Palestine. The division is already in place. The confusion is what is the movement right now, brothers and sisters. He is dividing to conquer. God have mercy. And the Lord said that when ye therefore should see the abomination of the desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, said in the holy place, let him that readeth consider it, and let them which in Judea flee into the mountain. Let him which is in the house top not come down to fetch anything out of his house. And he that is in the field, let not him return back to the field of his clothes. But if I want you to think about what the Lord is saying here. Don't, don't go back to the house after. Don't go back down. Don't go back to the field. If that's your land, if that's your house, why can you not go back to it? Why is the Lord telling them don't go back? That's what I want you to consider. Praise the Lord. Because someone else already is entering there. That God doesn't want you to have any part of him. That's why whoever's entered your field, Whoever already come to your house, you need to get out. You need to, he's telling the Jewish people, get out. He's telling his disciples, get out when you see this. He's telling the bride of Christ, the people of God, get out when you see this happening. You have to take no part in the plan of the Antichrist. In other words, verse 19. And what should be to them that are with a child, and to them that give suck in those days, but pray that you fly, be not in the winter, Neither in the Sabbath day, in the day when you're not looking to do any work, Sabbath, Saturday. You're not looking to do any work in the Sabbath day. You're not, you're not looking in the winter when there's so much snow in the ground to be running. That is a dangerous time for you to go out in the weather. It will be extremely cold. Hypertonia will be in the air. You can die of it. Praise the Lord. Verse 22, for then... There should be great tribulation. For there should be great tribulation. Notice that he's prophesying this. He's speaking this firmly to us. For there should be great tribulation. He doesn't say that maybe will be great tribulation. No. For there should be great tribulation. This is going to happen. Heaven and earth will pass. But not my word, he said in other teachings. I am telling you this, the tribulation is ahead, it's coming, and it's going to be great. Why is it such a great tribulation? Because of all the evil. Now that God is calling the, the, the hallelujah, the evil great, but the abundance of evil, as you call it, great. That's the word that will be applied here. Not that evil is great. Not that the devil is great. There's nothing great about the devil, the demon. But it's the, the much army that will be released from the pit of the hell that will surround the whole earth. And the whole earth, like in Genesis chapter 6, 
Hallelujah. Like in Genesis chapter 6, when the Nephilim were around the earth in those days, that there were great violence, like in the time of the Nephilim. There was such a violence on the earth that no one had any peace. No one had any peace. It was violent, violent, violent. The Bible says that the whole earth had turned violent. Brothers and sisters, why were the earth and the times of Noah so violent? Because of the Nephilim. Those fallen angels were causing so much grief on the earth, so much pain on humanity. Humanity did not have a weapon or a tool for which they can defend themselves from the Nephilim. I heard something that struck me yesterday from the Lord, and it was there will be no weapon on earth when the tribulation begins and which you can use for, to defend yourself. But only the Lord Jesus Christ can defend and protect you. People will have no protection, no shield, and no weapon, no armor car can protect you from the Nephilim, from the sons and daughters of the Nephilim that will be released. 21 judgments from Genesis 6 to on to Genesis 18. 21 judgments are going to be released on the earth. Hallelujah. And the demon from the pet of hell that will be released. There are very locusts, look like women, have a tail like a scorpion, they feel like an animal. They are totally different than the than the demon of Satan. The Lord in the last week or last month has been showing me, has shown me Pauline in the spirit. And one of the things that I was sharing with a brother that the Lord has shown me about the Nephilim, they are totally different than any other fallen angel. Satan got his angel, but they are not so evil, if I can say it this way. They are not so evil. They are not so wicked. And they, are not, they don't have the ability that these other Nephilim have. They are much worse than demons. So I saw the Nephilim working with Satan to do evil. Satan was using them now to come against humanity in the last day more than ever. And they are going to be allowed in the tribulation to come out. These fallen Nephilim, the sons and daughters are the, are the first Nephilim. Because the first Nephilim in the book of Jude tells you that they will be locked up there until the day of judgment. So not the parents, not the father, not the parents of the Nephilim are going to be released, but the sons and daughters of the Nephilim are the ones that will be released. These locusts are a complete different fallen angel than what Satan and his demons had, brothers and sisters. And the Lord was showing me the difference in the spirit. So I'll be able to tell people I'd be able to bring the message and tell people, look, they are different. That's why we read about the locusts and we get details about the locusts. When you go back to, Gen- to Revelation, read about the locusts. 
because not the not my Satan demons look the same or are the same. They have the same ability. They got ability. They can sting people and cause them pain. My goodness, for I think it's for read it, read it. It's in there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Look what it says about them. Hallelujah. Genesis 6, 3. Therefore the Lord said, My spirit should not always strive with men, because he is but flesh. Hallelujah. And his days should be 120 years. You know, a lot of people see this as a curse, that God, God released, God limited the years. But I see this as mercy, because nothing bad can come from God. God cannot harm us. Brothers and sisters, when we are his sons and daughters and we are serving him, even when God allows something in our life, and we say, wow, look, look, this happening to me, my goodness, and we complain of that. If God brings something to our life or allows something to our life that is for good, the judgment of the earth is a tsunami. The people think it will be so evil. It's actually good. Let me explain to you why. The devil and his demon are planning to destroy humanity. The government, under the leading of the fallen one, is preparing all the FEMA camps around the world, not just in the United States. In Europe, in Israel, around the world, Mexico, Canada, around Alaska, Russia. I heard, I, I heard Russia this past week, and I was stunned. FEMA camps. Not only preparing the United States, Russia, all over Europe, China, Japan, India, all over the world, brothers and sisters, female camps are being prepared for this, what is about to come. What is the government getting ready for around the world? What is our government? I heard messages from India of people that are noticing that their government is preparing for something major. In India, in China, the government of China have announced that very soon their population will have the RFID in all majority because it's going to be mandatory. The government of China said, brothers insisted. A lot of the message I can prove, a lot of the news I can prove, a lot I cannot. But I tell you this, this word and amen. Sometimes I have to say things for information. But if you look up information on Google, if you Google information, brothers and sisters, you'll be surprised of all the things that are happening. Um, if you go to my YouTube page, go to my YouTube page, put Elvis Zapata on YouTube, and notice all the ministry that I have uh, that I joined to my YouTube page, and if you want to click and join those ministries, there are ministries that will send you pages after pages of all the stuff that I'm talking to you about. They send it to me every week from, from, from the United States, and I have people from all over the world, all over the world. So if you want to join these ministries, have them sent to you. They will send you email with detailed information, of websites, pages, where you can look up all this information and have a confirmation for yourself. No, 
that the word of God is true. That everything I'm telling you tonight is true, but you're going to have to look it up. It's a lot of work to do that. It's really a lot of work. The people that do this take a lot, long time doing this. I don't have time for all that time to do this. I am briefly giving you information. Look it up. Research it. Brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. But we are in the last day, brothers and sisters. We are in the last day. Hallelujah. So his day should be 120 years, verse 4. There were giants on the earth, verse 4, in those days. Yea, and after that the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they have born them children. These were mighty men, which in all time were men are renowned. A renown. A renown. These were men of renown. Okay? Now I tell you something. In these last days that we're in, I heard this past week that technology have advanced so so far in to not technology have advanced so much that men scientists now can impregnate men, brothers and sisters. It's a disgusting thing. But it's a, a fact of a matter. Can how that man with technology of have a baby? Don't ask me how or why. But what I'm trying to tell you this is this. Another information I heard this week that scientists are claiming now, and, they, and it's being so in the market, in the, in the international market of body parts, that now they don't need human parts to be sold from China or anywhere. And I don't, so you may understand what I'm saying. That now they can clone any part and make it better than nature, make it better than God, in other words, is what they're saying. They can make body parts better than nature. Scientists are patting themselves in the back for this. They're congratulating each other for what they have accomplished. Any part of the human being, they can make it disease-free, brothers and sisters. The seeds free, no sickness. And they can make you a heart, lungs, liver, anything for your body. Better than nature, they say. They have tested out, they have done it, and the parts are already being sold. And they say that by 2017, this market is going to be all over the world. It's going to take all over the world. They're not going to need no human part because of sickness and, and a lot of things that they have overcome already by cloning body parts, by making these body parts. Now the word clone is now being used. There is another word being used instead of clone, brothers and sisters, because clone is like a copycat. Now they are claiming like they can create an original part, brothers and sisters. So they're going farther than clone, than human clone. Praise your Lord. The word first says that there were giants on the earth in those days. Hallelujah. Verse 5. When the Lord saw the wickedness of men was great on the earth, and all the imagination of the thought of the heart were only evil continuously, these giants. See, demons can tempt you to put thoughts into your mind. But now, humanity was facing these giants face to face as they go into face them in the tribulation, face to face. Now, they can put thoughts in people's mind. You can rebuke the demon. But in the tribulation, without the power of God, people are going to face these giants face to face. They're going to put thoughts in them continuously. 
And because they're not going to have the power to rebuke them in the tribulation, they will become enslaved to these giants, to these fallen ones again. First it was the parents, now it's the child, the children, and the evil will multiply. That's why the tribulation, Jesus said that was great. He didn't, he's not giving the devil any credit. He is just saying to the amount of evil that is going to be on the earth, it will be such a great evil happening, such a large amount of evil happening, that humanity will either be enslaved through the RFID or will have to be beheaded to be saved. There is no other way for people to escape. This is what is approaching. This is what is coming. There is not a way for people to say, I can avoid this without Christ. That is impossible. The Lord said through one of his prophets yesterday that there will be no weapon available in the tribulation for people to defend themselves, brothers and sisters. But they will have to be murdered for Christ. It is the only way people will escape the judgment to come. The sire will increase. People will run to, to and fro. People will be running to cave and so much more. The time is coming that whatever you own, you're going to have to abandon, Jesus said. If you are in the field, run. Don't look back because evil will enter your land. Government, Obama, will take your land, anything you own to the bank, your house, your land, they are going to take over. The president has made sure that in this coming tribulation, hallelujah, the government will inherit all property. He has passed law, executive law, coming from the president himself, for property and business private property also, to be taken away from the owner. And this, he passed in the United States. He's also looking to have passed in Europe and around the world. When Obama passed the RFID in his Obama don't care plan, hallelujah, or care for nothing plan, he was looking forward not just to have it passed in the United States, but to have it passed in Europe and to have it passed all over the world in which Rome themselves, the Pope himself, agree with the RFID and the Pope, worth it, man, that every priest that belongs to the Catholic Church will have to have the RFID mandatory. That came out of the Vatican. Praise you, Lord. Look it up. I am telling you, everything is being put in place, brothers and sisters, everything. It's in place for the new world order, the new system, the new Antichrist. Not order, but this order. They call it order. No order can come from the devil, but chaos in this order. What they call order will be a disorder. That's why Jesus said great tribulation, great evil. Hallelujah. There will be no order on earth. As they put in place, supposedly the new world order, disorder, it is chaos they're going to put in place. Because there's no way the devil can run the earth in peace. He will run it in total chaos. He wants to destroy every single human being. John 10.10, 10, the teaching of the greatest rabbi that ever set foot on this earth. Our Lord and Master Jesus Christ said this. 
The thief come to kill, steal, and destroy. Listen careful. The thief come to kill, steal, and destroy. But he said, I may come that you have life and have it abundantly. Brothers and sisters, our life is only in Christ. You cannot have any life without Christ. But the devil's plan for humanity, it is to kill them, destroy them, but first he's going to steal from them. That's why he is called a thief. He's going to steal your land, going to steal your property. Look how every step is set by the Lord, how Satan will operate. He's first going to steal, brothers and sisters. He's first come to steal, kill, and destroy. And the moment he steals your land and property and your businesses, the next step the devil is going to take is to put on the army and the street all over the earth and shoot people on sight. As people are looking to survive, looking for food, the Lord Jesus himself told me this, as people are looking for food and survive in the tribulation, the army will be shooting them. And then also he will be looking to destroy them as he pushes his system, the RFID, and have people taken because it will be the system where no one can buy or sell without this mark that John saw in Revelation 13. Without this mark, no one can buy or sell. This mark in the right hand, no one afford it. This is the system of the Antichrist. And in this system, he's looking forward to, him, to implement, brothers and sisters, the system is to destroy people. Because in the moment they get the RFID knowingly, willingly, they, their soul will go to hell. They're going to be destroyed. That's what the devil is looking for, to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't let the devil take what God has given you. Repent as much as you can. Confess your sin to God. Confess your sin to the Lord. Brothers and sisters, the time is short. Jesus is coming for his bride, coming for his people. It is a time for us to be ready. It's not time for us to be caught up in anything else, but only to be ready. I want to continue with this study. I want to continue to show people. Hallelujah. I want, I want to show people the Word of God, what the Word of God says, that is coming in the last day. I want to continue with this Bible study because the, bo- the boys of alert, the warning message of God needs to be continued because there are many sleeping. And the last day, Jesus is speaking, and they think it's the prophet. When the Word, the message, come with the messenger. If you ignore the message, you also ignore the messenger. I want you to meditate on this. What Jesus said about himself in the book of John, brothers and sisters, John chapter 3, verse 17. I want you to hear what Jesus said. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And understand. That if you receive Christ, you have eternal life. But not only can you receive them, people can also reject them. John 3, 17, For God sent not his Son unto the world, 
that he should condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Salvation, life. Verse 18. He that believeth in him, it is not condemned. Believe in Jesus tonight. But he that believes not, you refuse. It's condemned already. Because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus. Salvation. It is the only hope humanity has is Jesus Christ. There is no hope in other. If you, re- if you reject Jesus, you are rejecting God. Because he was sent by God. And he's speaking in the last day. And this is the last day, brothers and sisters, that you and I are in. Continue listening.
Thank you, Jesus. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. This is your brother, Elvis Zapata. I am bringing another Bible study tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In regard to the mark of the beast, thank you, Lord. I, w I want to make something clear by the word. Thank you, Lord, that a mark is not a seal, that they are two different uh, things. Hallelujah. Uh, we know that God will put a seal on the 144,000, but on the, the one that the devil puts a mark, Revelation 13, is different from Revelation 7. The seal is in Revelation 7, 9, but the mark is in Revelation 13. What the devil does is imitate God. Praise you, Lord. The first time the word mark appears in the Bible is in Genesis, when the Bible says that Genesis 4.15, and the Lord, uh, this is talking about Cain, and the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slay Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord said, A mark upon Cain, lest any finding him shall kill him. This is after Cain killed his brother Abel, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. And so I, I want to make the difference, according to the Word of God, the difference between a mark and a seal. So we see God putting a mark on Cain, but we know that the Bible also says that Cain was not the devil. See, the Bible doesn't contradict itself, but Cain was afraid of being killed, and God put a, a mark for Benjamin on Cain. It did not mean that Cain belongs to the Lord anymore. But now he belongs to the devil because of his action, the action he took against his brother Abel. Praise you, Lord. In Revelation 13, 16, we hear that it says that, talking about the Antichrist, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, freed and born, to receive a mark on the, on the right hand or on the forehead. This is talking about the mark of the beast, the mark of the Antichrist, the mark of the devil. In other words, these that will have this mark will belong to the devil. As the Bible also came that Cain was of the devil. Right from the beginning, God was teaching us by his word that the devil will put a mark on his own and they will be for him. They will belong to him. As I look up the word mark, hallelujah, it tells you that a mark is a distinguishing symbol. Amen? It's a distinguishing symbol in regard to a mark. It's a symbol put on someone. Now, there's an example, uh, a noun, which is the owner marked what's on all the sheep. It was a symbol used that the owner mark was on all the sheep. The devil has marked his own. Now, God does not, do, do not put a mark on his, on his. God puts a seal on his. And I'm going to show you now what's the difference. The mark was a symbol. Okay? But the seal is totally different. Here is the definition of a seal. A seal. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. What I like, hallelujah, about the seal, the difference in the mark, hallelujah, that a, a seal, it, it was a close or secure, uh, praise the Lord, a secure, it makes you secure, 
Hallelujah. When you have a seal, it's like it, it can be look of a type of protection. Hallelujah. Uh, and another word is determine the object irrevocably. It's a determination. Hallelujah. In other, in other meaning of ejected, covered with waterproof coating, a type of a seal. So it, it is a, a secure. I like the word secure when you have a seal. Now, this is what the Bible says about the seal. Praise you, Lord. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. There's been something that the Bible says that we are sealed. Thank you, Jesus. And Ephesians one thirteen. And Christ ye also trust her after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom after ye believe ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You see the difference between a mark and a seal? We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, brothers and sisters. It is a seal of God. Is it a secure seal? That we are secure in God, brothers and sisters, by the seal of the Holy Spirit in our life, we are secure. Thank you, Lord. Our faith is secure with God. Like they say, his faith or her faith is sealed. We are sealed in, in God. In other words, we are kept secure. I love that. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 4.13 and green out the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Oh, I love that. We are sealed unto the day of redemption. Brothers and sisters, if we stay seeking God, if we stay seeking the Lord daily, repenting daily, repenting our sin daily, brothers and sisters, we are sealed unto the day of redemption. We will be with the Lord. Because redemption is it's a word of, of a type of a raptured word, redeem, hallelujah, to be to be behold by God. In other words, thank you, Jesus. Let me look up the meaning of redemption. Thank you, Jesus, will help to explain better the word. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is so awesome. Thank you, Lord, to be redeemed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The word redemption in, in the biblical meaning is more like buying back, buying something back. We were bought back by, by the life of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, in, the, in the Greek word, the word redemption meaning, hallelujah, agorazo, which means to purchase in the marketplace. It is when you purchase someone or something. In an example, when, you used to, when they used to purchase uh, slaves, Praise the Lord. In the ancient time, we often refer to the act of buying a slave. The Christian used the, 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 of the redemption, meaning Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice of death, purchased believer from the slavery of sin to set us free from the bondage. Man, another Greek word relating to this term is esargarasso. Redemption always involves going from something to something else. In the case of Christ, Freeing us from the bondage of the law, freedom of a new life in Him. Oh, that is so awesome! That is so great. In the Greek third Greek word, uh, content, uh, connected with redemption is lutra, meaning to obtain, release by the payment of a price. The price is Christianity was Christ's precious blood, obtaining a release from sin. 
Luke, 20, uh, Luke 27, 28. And at that time, where they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory, when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your head, because your redemption draws near. Draws nine. Another translation. That is, that is so awesome. Romans 3, 24. For all have sinned and fall short out of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus, the INIB. Word Ephesians 1, 7, and 8, And Him we have redemption through His blood. <coughs> Excuse me. Through His blood, forgiveness of sin according with the riches of God's grace. Hallelujah. And He lavished us with all wisdom and understanding. Hallelujah. Galatians 3.13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Curses anyone who is hung on a tree. Hallelujah. By his sacrificial death, Jesus Christ paid for our redemption. His dying on the cross, brothers and sisters, was to redeem us. That is, that is the, the main purpose of redemption, or being redeemed by Christ. And that is so awesome. We are redeemed by his life, by his sacrificial death on the cross. Hallelujah. Which is, is, is the most awesome thing. We are secure in him by the seal or by being sealed of the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. That, that is a greater new, hallelujah, that we can receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Another meaning of redemption is, hallelujah, the act of delivering from sin, hallelujah, and saving from evil. That is so awesome. Another powerful word that we know in the Bible, which means redemption, is salvation. Uh, another translation says, to the day of redemption, to the day of salvation. In other words, that salvation I had shared in another teaching that it also talks about the rapture, rapture, salvation, rapture. Redemption, departing, hallelujah. We are we are taking home to heaven to be with the Lord forever, says the Apostle Paul. That is another word, redemption. How cut up in the air. It's another type of redemption or salvation, too, that a lot of people seem to take for granted in their teaching. Very important that we tell people our salvation to Christ. Saving us from what? From the destruction, from the judgment to come. Uh, one of the meanings that a lot of uh, uh, Christianity don't like, a lot of Christian churches, a lot of Christian people don't like, is when we use the word raptured or harpazo or the word departure. Because the reason they don't like that is because we are taken out before the judgment. When we, when you read First Thessalonians, hallelujah, 4, uh, 15 and on, 16 and on, talking about the rapture, the departing. Well, it's actually the Apostle Paul got that from Matthew 25. When he comes for the for, for the virgins in the midnight hour, it is the same teaching. What Jesus taught and what the apostle taught. Because remember, the apostle Paul followed the same teaching of Jesus. He's not going to teach us nothing different than what he already uh, heard. And this is why this is what we heard in the beginning. He the, the disciple themselves says that. Thank you, Lord. That is what they heard. In the beginning, so they're not giving us nothing different. It is the same teaching. And, 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 and we heard this from the Lord. We, you hear the Apostle Paul quoting this in many parts of the uh, Corinthians. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And look, look when he starts first, first Thessalonians, he says, Furthermore, then, we beseech you, brethren, and assault you by the Lord Jesus. See, it is the teaching of the Lord Jesus. And, and a lot of people seem to forget this. They seem to forget that the teaching came from Jesus. John 14, 1. Hallelujah. Believe in me. Uh, believing, believing me, believing God. Let me look that up real quick. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My goodness. Praise you, Lord. It is the word of Jesus. It is his word. Look at this. Let, uh, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe it also in me. That's what I meant to say. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. This is the teaching about the rapture, or about taking us home, because that's what the rapture is, the Lord taking us home. Verse 3, and if I go and prepare a place for you, rapture, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That's rapture. What is the rapture? Jesus taking us home, receiving us unto himself. That's what the rapture is. See, the rapture idea comes from Jesus Christ. The departure comes from Jesus Christ. The cut up in the air comes from Jesus Christ. It comes from him. It doesn't come from anyone but him. The apostle got this teaching from him. That's why they follow his teaching. And if I go and prepare a place for you, this is John 14, 3. I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may also be. Huh? You see? You see how clearly? That's the rapture. That is the Lord Jesus teaching about the rapture, the cut up in the air. Hallelujah. Meeting the Lord in the cloud. Hey, how do you, uh, some people say, how do you tie that to, to meeting the Lord in the cloud, Brother Elvie? Because Jesus, Jesus uh, never uh, talked about meeting him in the cloud. Well, thank you, Jesus. I am in Acts chapter 1. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to show you there real quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, God. That is so awesome. Th thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Uh, Act 1, 9 said, And when he has spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and the cloud received him up on their sight. Thank you, Lord. And while they will see back toward heaven, they will start looking up, he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. These were two angels. Thank you, Lord. Who also say, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? They're saying, Jesus, who is taken from you into heaven, to come like in the manner as ye have seen him go up into heaven. In the same manner. This relates to the second coming, but it also relates to the rapture, because we meet the Lord in the cloud. See, they saw him going home in the cloud. He'll come back and we'll meet him in the cloud, brothers and sisters. It, it is a... A, a sin event. Remember, the Word of God is prophetic, past, present, and future. Talks about that all three of them. Thank you, Lord. It, this is, the rapture is such a, an important event. It is such an important event. Do you think God was going to uh, not put it in His Word or speak it through His Son? Of course He would. Thank you, Jesus. But if you don't want to see something that is there, you're not going to see it. Again, the Apostle Paul talking again to the, to the Thessalonians, Thessalonians uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 2. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. 
Why why is this, why is he making a, a, the rapture or Jesus coming as a thief in the night so important? The day of the Lord isn't the second coming also called the day of the Lord. Of course it is coming, but the Apostle Paul is also making a great point. The rapture is a great day too. You see, past, present, future talks about the the, the it's prophetic. The rapture is prophetic. The second coming is prophetic, and they cannot be uh, hallelujah. Um, uh, discriminated as some people has done with the with the rapture. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. That's rapture. Because in the second coming he does not come like a thief in the night. All eyes will see him. Verse uh three. For when they are saying peace and safety then sons and destruction come upon them as a travail upon a woman with a child and they shall not escape. When they say peace and safety, this is when they sign the, the, the peace treaty with Israel. This is why Israel is so important. Jerusalem, this is another thing people have done over the years. Take for granted Jerusalem. Never take Jerusalem for granted. Jerusalem is very important the event that are going to take place. It is believed now that the peace treaty has been signed in Germany, brothers and sisters. I don't know as a fact. But I won't be surprised if they did this hidden from the Jewish people. Because they, they, they've been talking about all this. Their plan, the evil plan, to take the land from the Jewish people. The capital of the Jewish people is Jerusalem. And they've been trying to do that since day one, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Now, verse 4. But ye, brother, are not in darkness that the day shall overtakes you as a thief. If you're looking up, if if you are preparing for the coming of Jesus, okay, that day will not take you as a thief. And I can prove it to you by the teaching of Jesus Christ in Matthew 25. Watch, hallelujah, what Jesus said. This is what I tell you. All the teaching of the apostles, where do they, they come from? Jesus. Verse uh, 5 of Matthew 25. While the bridegroom tarry, they all slumber and slept. And at the midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom come, and go ye out to meet him. And all the virgin arose and tripped our lamb. And the foolish said unto the, unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lambs are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so let us be not enough for us and you, but go rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in him with into the marriage and the door was shut. Those that were ready, those that were watching. What, how many times did Jesus said, "Watch and pray"? I, I believe more than twice. Watch and pray. Jesus said more than twice. And sure, brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Watch and pray. He says more than than, than, than twice. Hallelujah! In the New Testament alone. Hallelujah. Watch. Uh, Matthew twenty six forty one. Watch and pray that ye enter not into the temptation, for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He kept warning them to watch and pray. Several times Jesus told them to watch and pray. Watch watch for, for what? And pray for what? Pray for temptation. And watch for what? Watch for his coming. That ye be ready. If you're watching, you are preparing. Because you're watching. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Matthew twenty four, forty two. Watch therefore, for ye not know the hour when the Lord your Lord your Lord that come. That come. 
when Jesus would come, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. He, and then he says in Matthew 24, 43, But now this is that, if the master of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would have not suffered his hour to be broken into. This is an example of Jesus coming. Brothers and sisters, it's an example. It's an example. Matthew twenty five thirteen, where I watch therefore for ye not only the day nor the hour where the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. And then in Matthew twenty six thirty eight, and he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. He was already teaching his disciple to watch. Verse forty, and he came unto his disciple and found them asleep, and he said unto Peter. What could you not what what could you not watch with me one hour? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He always encouraged them to watch. Twenty seven thirty six of Matthew. Sitting down they watch him there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then we see them the example watching, 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 because they knew. They knew after that. Hallelujah. Mark thirteen thirty three. Take heed, watch, and pray, for ye not know when the time is, said the Apostle Paul Jesus said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mark thirteen thirty four. For the Son of Man is a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servant, that every man his work commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watching. Watch and pray, it is the same. Hallelujah. Mark thirteen thirty five. When ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house of the evening and at midnight and at the crock crowing or in the morning. That's like around four or five o'clock in the morning, the cock crowing. And what I said unto you, I said unto all watch. That's Matthew thirteen thirty seven. Hallelujah. And then in Hallelujah. Mark thirteen thirty four. Again, when he, he felt sorrow and told him to watch. Hallelujah. It, it, the, the examples are there. Hallelujah. The examples are there. The examples are there. And another reason that Jesus teaches us is for the Spirit to give us the strength. We need to also watch. Mark thirteen thirty eight. When ye watch ye and pray, lest and enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. When we fa when we fast, when we watch and pray, we get strength from the spirit, also the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Says Jesus, that Jesus, very, very, very powerful, which is being used in a lot of churches today. Thank you, Jesus. And then in Luke twelve thirty eight, which is another different verse, and he shall come in the second watch, and come in the third watch, and find him so blessed are those servant. Talking about watching and pray. He'll come, he'll watch here in the, in the uh, first, second, third watch. Hallelujah. That is so powerful there. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Very important we watch and pray. That is, that is waiting for his coming, preparing for his coming in these last days. Jesus wants us to be ready. He wants us to prepare. Thank you, Lord. For his coming, because he's coming. That's all rapture, 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 rapture. This is from the apostle Paul and the disciple God that are teaching 
from the Lord Jesus himself. Now, why am I talking about the mark of the beast? Well, um, when I began talking about the mark of the beast back in 2012 on the Lord's Tower, I, I noticed that I, I began to, to get the attention of many people. Many people were touched by the message and by the testimony we give them back then. And then uh, by 2013, I believe it was, we began to receive, I began to receive message from people who had gotten the mark after it had been released in 2013, I believe it was. Praise you, Lord, if I'm right. I think it was March 25th, 2013. That people that the mark of the beast was sufficient in the United States, and 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 Christians, Christian got in the mark. Other people in Christian got in the mark, brothers and sisters. And I began to be contacted, especially by a young man who got got in the mark of the beast, and he has said himself in his own writing, his own word, that the, the God, the Lord Jesus, used to speak to him. He said the Holy Spirit, and and. And when he got the mark, he stopped talking to him. And when I heard, when I began to tell them how the Lord was speaking to me and all that, he, he wanted me to go ask the Lord because he said he went with a friend to one of the uh, government federal buildings and got the, the mark of the beast in his right hand. And he said it was because he heard so much about the secure information that the RFID, I'm talking about the RFID, I keep saying the mark of the beast, because the RFID, it is the mark of the beast. It is the system of the, of the beast. But the RFID, he went in God in 2013. And in the moment he got the RFID, this is his own word. He used to pray before since he was seven. He remembers since he was seven, he was very young, that the, he used to hear the voice of the Lord. He was raised in a Christian home and all that. And he used to hear the voice of the Lord. And when he got the RFID with his friends, he would cry out, he would cry and go to his room, and never after that heard ever the Lord. He fasted, he said. He prayed and cried out like never before in his life. And the Lord would not speak again unto him. And he contacted me to ask me if I would ask the Lord if he would forgive him and talk to him. And I went in prayer with the Lord, seeking the leading of the Lord on this, because, I mean, this was the first time to me to hear something like this. It was, I was shaking, I was stunned by this young man who was 19 at the time he got it. And I was very stunned. I was, people, know, people remember that I was in the air very nervous when this young man contacted me. And I tell you this because other people began to contact me too. But he contacted me. And, and told me this, and I went to the Lord, and I remember the Lord saying to me that what he did, he, he did annoyingly, and that he would not be forgiven for this. And I was so shocked with, by what I heard from the Lord that I contacted a dear brother who hears the Father very clear, has a great relationship with the Father. And I said, brother, will you please ask God, because I, I got in a word. And I, I, need, I need you to grasp the Father. Before I talk back to this young man, I tell him the, what, what this young man has done. And this brother went to the Father. And this brother got a similar word. And the word was that the Father says to him, because he made the decision to take this, this mark of the peace, this RFID, 
he would, God said, I will not allow him ever to come into my throne, come into my heaven. And when this brother gave me this word, and I shared, and, and, and I had shared with him what Jesus had said to me, uh, he was also shocked. He was also like, wow. We were both like, my goodness, these are, pow these are powerful words. There's nothing like this I ever shared on the air before. So to me, it was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Praise the Lord. To say this on the air, and this young man heard it on the air because he began to listen to the Lord Jawa. Uh He never contacted me ever again. He, I, I'm sure he was so brokenhearted by this, you know. And that's why I want to make sure, you know, that 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 this word came from God. Because I, I was shocked. I, word would not come out of my mouth. I was so nervous. I was shaking. I was shaking for days. It was such a strong word that I received from the Lord and what Father God says to him too. Praise the Lord. And I remember going back to the Lord. I said, Lord, this this is your word. He said, yes. I said, oh, my God. How am I going to share this word? But I, I, God gave me the strength to be able to share this word on the air, brothers and sisters. Then I began right after that, share that testimony to receive other emails from other sisters, other in the body of Christ who have also gotten the RFID, brothers and sisters. I, I still, I just got a two, one to two weeks email from another fellow about the RFID, and I'm like, oh, my God, this, this is too much. I am stunned by the message, emails, and, and the people that had contacted me. There, there was a sister who had gotten four RFID in her body, and it's because she has, uh, I don't know, two or three uh, surgery in her body, and they put in the RFID, according to her, without her knowledge, okay, which I thought it was very difficult. But after after going to the Lord and pray about her case, there were like two, three sisters, three sisters that had gotten in the same situation. The Lord said that if they put it in without their knowing any other part of the body, and they will repent, and even ask him to remove it, he would. And he will forgive them because it was in the body. Now, the Bible is very specific. The the, the mark of the beast is in the right hand. He causes all both both uh, uh, small and gray, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. Those are two places biblically that if people get get them there knowingly, that they should not, brothers and sisters. My goodness. And now, why? What, one of the reasons that the Bible gives that, that they would implement the mark of the beast or the RFID, verse 17, that no man may buy or sell, Save he that have the mark of, uh, or the name of the beast and the number of his name. In other words, this Obamacare is even biblical because it has his name, the Bible says. So the RFID, it is included in the Obamacare. Not mandatory, but it's recommended by doctor. There were people that went to the doctor who told them right to the face, this is recommended. I recommend you, their own personal PCP, their own personal doctor told them that they were recommending having the RFID. And, and some people, like someone contacted me as a coming from a doctor appointment, a dear sister. She contacted me and she said, Brother Elvie, my goodness, were you right? 
I went to my doctor yesterday, she was telling me, and you won't believe what my doctor said to me. And I said, go ahead, sister, say it. She says, he recommended me to get the RFID. And I, I never thought I would hear this from my own doctor, she said, that he would recommend me the RFID. And I said, dear sister, this is the time that we are in. People don't even realize the time we're in. They think it's all a joke. It's all a game. They think LV exaggerates things. LV is lying. LV is deceiving. These are, these are the words I heard from many other people who heard my teaching in regard to the market of peace. LV is lying. LV is deceiving. Don't listen to LV. And then when people face the fact of their own doctor or face the fact in churches, I mean, there was a brother in New York who went to a church. And, and the day he goes to church, happens no happens to a brother and a sister in New York City. I don't, I don't know why New York, but they happened in New York. Uh, as they went to the church, the pastor was sharing that day with the congregation that he had just gotten the RFID in his right hand. He had the microphone on his left hand, and he was showing his arm. And one of the things he was saying, can you can you even notice I have it? Yeah, just a little, you know, because I just got it, he says. And he says, you can hardly even notice it's pay, uh, painless practically. He says, it, it's thing a little bit. And he was explaining the process to the church. Now, some people were a bit, you know, like, no, I don't know what to think. But the majority of people were clapping and agreeing with him. And, and he, you know, he's telling the congregation, look, and look, our, our, our musician, one of the leader of the musician, he got it also. You know, we we have a few people here that got in. This is very secure. Our information will be very secure. In the church, this, the the brother said, or the sister said, that she could not believe. She was just visiting this church, visiting the church. She was a visitor. And her leg lock on her. She couldn't move her leg. She was so nervous. Her, she said her leg would not stop shaking because it was listening to the Lord's hour, a teaching in the Lord's hour, going to church and sitting there listening to this pastor with his hand, his right hand on the ear, showing the congregation the RFID. And she said she could hear in her spirit, get out, run, get out. And she left. And she could not wait to contact me to tell me this, this, this experience she had. And she said, Elvie, continue to teach about the RFID. Because, you know, I thought you were crazy. i tell you the truth. I'm being honest. I thought when you when I heard you talking about the RFID, I I didn't think it was so common. I thought it was something that you know people are not really getting. It was more about the Obama key and all that. But the RFID, Elvi, you know, I didn't really I didn't really think um, it was happening. Then then I got uh, uh, information from California. We got brothers and sisters all over the United States and all over the world. Then they contacted me from California, brother Elvi. Our school, our grammar school, I can't remember the grade now, uh, have released pamphlet information about the RFID to our children without our parent consent. And they are teaching our children about the RFID in school without the parent consent. We didn't sign anything for them to teach them this. And they're giving them in, in school all these information about the RFID in California. 
And I'm in San Francisco, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is incredible. Praise the Lord. And then people from different states contacted me in regard to the same. Then a dear sister, I don't want to say her name, uh, who worked in the project of the RFID in the company in Germany. Uh, I got two, two dear sisters there. And work with 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 a uh, with a company who actually developed the RFID, and with uh, with massive with were producing it by large amount to the nation, especially to the United States. Now another sister who had uh, her, her company, Hallelujah, uh, recommended for the employee to get the RFID in the right hand. So they will just slide the hand to the to the door. There's a main gate and a door, main gate and a door, for them to go into the company. And they, the majority of, of the company, she would say like an 80 percent had gotten the RFID because it was so convenient in carrying an ID. You have to look in your purse and all that. So the RFID, it is so convenient to all these companies and all that. And two of her friends, she refused. She kept it in her ID. Because you could refuse, they say, temporarily. Then they said it will make it mandatory. This is in Germany. And so her friend got the RFID. One of the things she noticed, she said, Brother Elby, in her own writing, I'm not making this up. This is her own writing. Brother Elby, um, when my friends, and she named she named them, got in the RFID. No, she, she didn't name them. She just believes uh, it's an example word. She didn't want it because uh, it's all top secret. She can, they cannot reveal uh, secret information. And she said, they had changed so much. Loving, caring God, uh, uh, brothers. We used to go to lunch together. Oh, friends, friends. We used to go to lunch together. It's been two weeks since they got in the RFID. They completely changed people. I have encountered them to see why, why we're not spending time together at lunch anymore. And... and um, she said they are cold. They're not loving like they used to. Friendly like they used to. They just like machine. They're not the same. And she heard me talking about this on the Lord Tower. Your behavior will change when you get the RFID. You will not be the same as I shared with the testimony of the brother. You don't feel the same. You don't feel loving. You don't feel caring anymore. All that goes away. You turn like a machine when you get this mark. When you get this RFID. And I will say, because of what Revelation 13 and 16 said, that they will get the mark, is that they will die spiritually. It's what I, they, I, it's what I understand. They spiritually die because they don't belong to the Lord no more. God is not a God of the dead. God is a God of the living, the Word of God says. So they are careless. They, they are like animals. And even worse, without any feeling, without any love, when they get the RFID. It's what has happened to the people. There was another church here in America. I don't know if it was Michigan or Detroit. Detroit. That had gotten the RFID. Another pastor. And the elders. And the pastor got in the RFID. And he recommended it to the elder. It was on the news. It was on the internet. And, and one of the things that the, the elder of the church was complaining was, I, I remember uh, copying over the report and putting it on the Lord Tower's chat room for people to read it and see it, that I'm not making none of this stuff up. It was all direct information, either from the people or the people that experienced it, same people that went through. 
the the brother, the the young brother that wrote that wrote to me, or the friend now, he himself was writing to me on his own experience. He was heartbroken. He sounded very worried, very concerned, like his life ended when he got the RFID in his right hand. This is the one the Lord said, that's it. He's not allowing his kingdom anymore. Praise the Lord. And I don't question God. I tell you, I'll give you the information. You pray about it. I'm not going to go there and say that and question God. When he tells me something, I believe it, and that's the end of that. I'm not going to go back and question God, brothers and sisters, because it's not up to me. Now, before the Lord took home our dear sister Chu Thomas, one of the revelation, one of the last, the last message Jesus gave to Chu Thomas was to tell his people not to get the RFID, which was in the Obamacare, that it was better, it was better for them to go hungry, hallelujah, to die of persecution, to go hungry, uh, to go naked, to go hungry. And, and it was better for them to be killed than to get the RFID. That's how dangerous the RFID is. And a lot of people don't realize how much it is. A lot of people think that we are exaggerating. No, it's not. I had asked, after two Thomas released that email, that information, I went to the Lord in prayer and I asked the Lord, Lord, is this information accurate? And the Lord said, yes, it is. It is my information he's just doing. That, that was the end of that. I'm not going to question anymore. And I began to tell everyone in the Lord's Tower. I began to teach about it. I was already doing it. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Brothers and sisters, our dear two Thomas is in heaven. Jesus has shown her me in heaven. She is safe. She is in heaven waiting for the wedding of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you ever thought if, if whether she was of God or not, I tell you she is. And she is in heaven, and Jesus himself told me she is. For those that, that, that have the doubt whether Chu Thomas was a God or not, she, yes, she is, because she's in heaven. If she was not, she would have not gone to heaven. Just to make that clear. Hallelujah. Just to make that clear. She is of God. She always was of God. And she is in heaven with Jesus Christ and the other redeems. Just to make that clear. Hallelujah. Verse 18 says, He is wisdom. Let him that had understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. <laughs> the leader, commander, and chief will be a man. And his number is 603 quarter of six. Brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Man, I've been getting emails after email. Who is the Antichrist? Who is the Antichrist? I say this to the people. Now, I tell you who is one of the beasts, which is one of the Antichrists. There's two antichrists in the Bible, because I get I get a message about this, and I want, just want to say this to the people: Who did the Lord reveal to me as the beast of Revelation 13:1? Here it is. John says, "And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horn ten crown, and upon his head the name of blasphemy." And the beast which I saw was like unto a leper, his feet was as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat in great authority. The, oh, this is incredible. The dragon gave him his seat. So whatever was before the, the, the beast in, in the sea was a dragon. Oh, my goodness. I didn't see that one there before. I see it today. 
whoever was in the sea before before the 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 beast was was the seat of the dragon and great authority. Oh my goodness, this is gonna answer a lot of questions to a lot of people. Who was in the sea before the the dragon was in the sea? And then the beast came to the sea. Oh my goodness. So brothers and sisters, look, this beast. It is it is the it is the fallen one, Hussein Obama, right now. That's the first. Now the the beast of thirteen eleven, Revelation thirteen eleven. Here it is. And beheld another beast came out of the out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. Spoke as a dragon. Okay, that is another man. But you see, the first comes out of the sea, Hawaii. The only thing between. United States and Hawaii is the sea. It comes out of the sea. It comes out of Hawaii. It's the only thing between Hawaii. Look it up in the map. What is between Hawaii and the United States? Or Hawaii or any other country? The sea. He came out of the sea. But the second beast, Revelation 13, 11, and beheld another beast came out of the earth. No, this is different. This is different. This is where a lot of people make the mistake. They think it's the same. No, it's not. The same. That's the Bible is being very specific, and it's giving you and I a sign to follow. Okay, it's giving us a clue to follow. The second beast comes out of the earth. Okay, now in all European country, what you see, brothers and sisters, is land. There's no sea between each other. That you can say he, he came out of the sea. No, the Bible says he came out of the earth. European country. All there is is land in the European country. This man comes from the European country, and there's only land, very clear. Praise the Lord, because out of the United States, you will not have two Antichrists, but out of Europe, yeah, you will have one. And there are other signs to follow also that someone was sharing with me. You give me the Bible verse and everything. So, he comes out of the earth. This comes from the European country. He had two horns, like a lamb, but he spoke as a dragon. Listen to this careful. The second beast, there are two different clues that the Bible is giving us. He has two horns. Two horns equal power. Hallelujah. Kingdom, authority. Two horns. Like a lamb. And he spoke as a dragon. He's very calm. Look very humble. But when he speaks, he speaks like the devil. That's, that's a clue right there. That is a clue. He speaks like a dragon. The dragon is the devil. He speaks like the devil. He doesn't speak like a, like a, a beast. I want you to see the difference of the two. The, the second beast speaks like a dragon. I want you to notice something. Hallelujah. The first beast, look how the first beast speaks. Hallelujah. The dragon gave him power and power, and he see in great authority. He uses great authority. Authority, authority, a great authority, great power. It's usually military power. As I was showing that with people in the book of Daniel. Military power, military authority. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, the first beast is it's totally different. And it's just totally different from the second beast. Hallelujah. 
uh, verse 5 of the first piece. And there was, a, uh, uh, there was given unto him a mouth to speak great things and blasphemy. Okay? Blasphemy. And the power was given unto him to continue for 42 months. And the 42 months before the second beast come, brothers and sisters, there is a nation that will lead the world for 42 months. Then the other nation who had great authority will lead it for the rest of the 42 months. I believe the United States has been given in the tribulation 42 months. There will be another nation, because the Lord showed this to me like this. The Lord showed me that the first beast is going to go to Europe. So the Lord revealed it to me. After the United States comes down, the United States will be down, completely down, in the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Jesus showed this to me. Completely destroyed. The United States will be in the first three and a half years of the tribulation, of what Jesus revealed to me. In the second three and a half uh, year of the tribulation is when Europe, the European country with the Antichrist right now, we heard on the new Great Britain, Britain is trying to come out of the European Union. They even, they even asked Donald Trump to interfere. So this will not happen. Why? Because they have a plan for the last 42 months. Is what I want to tell you. For the last three and a half years. Obama asked him this. The beast asked him to do this. To interfere. Okay? Because the beast time, it is not really now. The beast is setting up his kingdom. The beast time is when he go to the UN. He's setting his position as the president of the UN. When he go to the UN, is when he will have all power, brothers and sisters. But someone said years ago, talking to the father in regard to him going to the UN, the father said to him that after he will end his presidency in the United States, he will go to the UN. Years ago to this brother, he shared this with me. I was looking forward to see that. I remember I believe I said this at the Lord's Hour back in 2012. I can't wait to see him go into the U.N. We were talking on the phone about this. And now it is almost the time for him to go to the U.N. Brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happened. Because he, he told me he will go to the U.N. The brother told me he will go to the U.N. Okay. And we were waiting all this year. We talked about these things way early back in 2008. So, 2010. When he came into office, okay, so we'll, we'll see that we're looking for event to happen, and we're already seeing event happening exactly how we said it. And a lot of people who follow the Lord's Tower know exactly what I mean, because I said out of the event that will come to happen out of the book of Daniel, and it's all been happening to the letter, to the letter. Someone was saying that to me, and I said, oh, praise God. This is for the people to know who is of God and who's not, because we're seeing things happening. Praise the Lord. But he will be removed out of the office. The Lord is going to put in there the one he won, which I believe is Donald Trump, the God wants, the one that God wants in office. Okay? A lot of the people have pointed me out to Donald Trump and said, Brother Obi has said that Donald Trump will be in office. Uh, I didn't specifically say Donald Trump, but I saw the men that I saw look like Donald Trump, that God was shown to me. But I could not really see his face. Amen? So it's all in God's hand. But it will not be Obama who won't be in office again. Oh, Hillary, it will be Donald Trump. I mean, it will be someone else. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It's easy to say Donald Trump, but because he's the only the only candidate after Hillary Clinton. Amen. He opened up his mouth in blasphemy against God and, and to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and then that dwell under heaven. Now, listen to this. 
the first beast of Revelation 13, 1. I'm reading what the first beast is doing. He's coming against God. He is coming against believers, Christians. In, in the United States history, there has not been a president that has come more against Christians than Barack Obama. It's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. I'm quoting what someone else has said. He has put more, more um, law in place, hallelujah, as a commander-in-chief than any other president, more sacred law, more sacred law he has brought than any other president in his presidency. And a lot, most of it is against Christians. It's against Christians, against the church. Well, here it is. He's coming. He also quoted Matthew 5 and mocked God. He blasphemed God when he quoted Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 5. Matthew 5. You can look it up on Google. On YouTube, I'm sorry. It's on YouTube. It is on YouTube. I, I saw it and I was stunned when I saw the video. He had mocked God. He had blasphemed God. Clearly, openly, without any fear. Verse 7. And he was given unto him to make word against the saints to overcome them. And power was given unto him of all the kingdoms and tongues and nations. Why is he uh, doing what he's doing against the, uh, to keep the European Union together and all these and all the nations of the earth? Because the power has been given to him. That's why everything he's doing is because God had granted him to him to do this, and he's overcoming the same in many other ways. He he overcame the church and um, against homosexual. We know that, that in the United States. The only law the, uh, in regard to marriage, the only constitution in regard to marriage, according to the, U, uh, the U.S. Constitution, has been a marriage between a man and a woman. Well, he, he overcame everyone when he established homosexual in all 50 states to be married or, to, or that can get married. He overcame the Christian right there. He overcame the saint. In another part, he overcame the saint. In abortion. He, he overcame the sin in abortion because the, the, the ACLU, which is a Christian organization, uh, going against Obama in the Supreme Court, had lost. They had lost against Obama. So he overcame them in court. He overcame them publicly, brothers and sisters. The Word of God said he would. He'll make word against the sin and overcoming. He, he made word, political word, uh, your political pressure. However, he did. He 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 warred against them. And he won. He overcame them. This has never happened before. Look up all this information. Go on the ACLU website and look it up. He overcame the church in court. He overcame the Christian in court. He warred against them and overcame them. And power was given unto him over all the kingdoms and tongues of the nation. Now he got a meeting in the Geneva twice already. One in, in Switzerland. When he gave all these precedents of the world, of the different nations, an incentive, an incentive, which is free money, for them to have, have their population, their people get the RFID. Someone from Ecuador contacted me to tell me how they seen business people, okay, that have gotten the RFID, and people on radio have said themselves that they have the RFID. People they respected and all that. They have said they have gotten the RFID in the right hand. And they are also said by the government making them to say these things, mandatory practically, in regard to business people and all that, that they need to get the RFID. And they have also said that they will make the population soon. 
get the RFID. This happened in China. China, most of the businessmen have gotten the RFID in the right hand. And China has said they will make it mandatory. In, in, same with India. Same thing with India has said they will make it mandatory. They have even given a year when it will be mandatory. Brothers and sisters, and it's all been because Obama gave them an incentive for this president and nation to get to, to have the RFID. Now, the Pope have embraced the RFID, which is a full prophet. The Pope we have now, it is the full prophet. Jesus said to me, yes. Just wanted to say that. Put that out there so you know that there are more things happening than what a lot of people think there is. The Word of God is coming to pass, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And he was given given unto him to make war against the same. He overcame them. He did. He overcame them in court. So I, the, the Word of God is prophetic. You got to see it there. Verse 8, and all that dwell on the earth worship him. They they still, do, uh, hallelujah, they still, uh, they still go and check uh, how many people agree with, with him, Obama, and it's more than 50%. They still worship him. They still love him. Hallelujah. They still love him. Yeah, that is so true. They still love him. Hallelujah. They still in love with Obama. And that's why most of the people that follow Obama are following, are following Hillary Clinton today. That is the truth. First thing, he that, that, that lead into captivity should go into captivity. He that kill with the sword may be killed with the sword. And he, he is the patient of, of, this, of the faith of the saints. We're going to have to endure, brothers and sisters. People are being led into captivity with this RFID, clearly. And those that are being killed by the sword, it's a... Uh, we see Christians around the world being killed by the sword, being murdered. So it's happening, and it's happening more and more every, every day. Thank you, Lord. But I'm, I'm here to inform God's people that we need to be in prayer. We need to be in repentance because these things are happening more and more every day. More Christians are being murdered. More Christians are being killed around the, world, the, the earth. And it's for us to keep them in prayer, brothers and sisters. Keep each other in prayer. Pray for one another, the Bible says. Pray without ceasing. Very important. Very important. Very important we pray without ceasing. Now, the second beast, Revelation, uh, we see it in, in, in 13 11. He behold, another beast came out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like, like a dragon. Verse 12. He exercised all the power of the first beast before him. Before him, who? Before the before the first beast, the second beast in the eyes of the of the first beast is exercising all the power. Whatever he did in the United States, he's doing in Europe. They both together know like two good bodies in Europe now. He causes the earth and then that dwell on the earth to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. She will be wounded, but somehow the the wound will be healed. I saw this when the Lord showed this to me. I was stunned. Okay, I was stunned. I was stunned. I was stunned. I was stunned. Now, on the second part of the tribulation, after the thirty-two months, I saw this. The Lord showed this to me. Revelation thirteen thirteen. He go. He does great wonder, so that he make a fire come down from heaven, and the earth. Hallelujah! And the earth in the sight of men, on the earth in the sight of men. I saw nuclear weapon after the forty-two months being dropped on Israel. In the sight of, of men, he thinks that nuclear weapons and all these nuclear things are going to give him the victory. That's what they're counting with. 
because they got so many. They got thousands of them. I think it's 2,500 2, United States have, or 2,700 nuclear weapons. So they're planning to use it. But why they keep making more? I even heard on the news they're making more because they're planning to use it. That's why they're planning to use it. Hallelujah. So the Lord showed it to me. The Lord was came by the end of the 42 months. And by the 42 months, Jesus was in protecting his people, the Jewish people, in Jerusalem over the year. And I saw these United States planes, F-15, uh, Japan, Germany, all these countries, China. And I saw they had nuclear weapon. What they had, it was nuclear. It was gray missile, which I know they can carry nuclear weapon. We see it in the news today on the Internet. So... Brothers and sisters, that what they're planning is not good, but it's gonna go. It's gonna go worse for them. They think they can use it against the Lord. Hallelujah! But they are wrong, and God is gonna prove the nation they are wrong. And all the followers that get their mark, oh my goodness, that get their RFID, they'll be in deep trouble with God. And so, this is why we need to be telling them to repent. We need to be telling people to repent. We need to be telling people to turn back to God because this is very serious and, and it will continue to happen more. More people will get the RFID. Now, there is a fear on Christian to talk about the mark of the beast. Don't be afraid. You and I as a Christian have a responsibility, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We have a responsibility to teach everyone the truth. Because the truth is what's going to set people free. But we must not be afraid to speak out the truth. Imagine if Jesus, because they were about to stone him, kept quiet and not told them the truth. Every time Jesus wanted to tell the people the truth, the Pharisees and scribes and all things, the community grabbed stone, the Bible said, in their hand to stone him. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters. But you know what? Jesus did not keep quiet. He told them the, the truth. Although they didn't like it. Although they were about to stone him. Brothers and sisters. Because we cannot be afraid of man. We cannot. Hallelujah. We cannot be. Hallelujah. We cannot be. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. We're not afraid. Why should we be afraid? Thank you Lord. Why? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, John 8, 58, 9. They took day of stone to cast off him. But Jesus hid himself and went out, out of the temple. He passed through the midst of them, so he went on his way. After he told them the truth, they were very angry. They had the stone ready to stone him, but he just left. Uh, John ten thirty one. They the Jew ag again took uh, took up stone to stone him. See, they have stone. He still going, he, he still kept going back to them, teaching them the truth. They were willing to stone him, but he didn't care because he was. I mean, he cared. Nobody cared more than him. But I mean, he didn't pay mind to the, the what they wanted to do because he wanted to preach the truth. He had a relationship with God, a responsibility to tell them the truth because the truth was set them free. Hallelujah. Look, uh, John 11, 8. The disciples said unto him, Master, the Jew 
lately saw out to storm thee, and thou do it go hither again. You see, the disciples were worried, but Lord, you know, they're ready to stone you. <laughs> you know, they're ready to stone you, Lord. You going to go back there again? Jesus answered and said, Are there not twelve hours in the day, he says? If a man walk in the day, he stumble not, because he sees the light of the world. Of the world, of the world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumble, because there is no light in him. These things spoke he after he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleeping, let's go and wake him up. They had the stone waiting for him, to stone him, to kill him. He was not even concerned a bit about what they wanted to do to him. Because he had a responsibility that they had 12 hours. You're not going to stop me from working for my father in the daylight. I'm going to go in and out and preach in the word. In other words. Not afraid, willing to go out and preach the word. And that's what we need to do. A lot of Christians are not putting nothing about the RFID, the mark of the beast on, the, on, the, on their Facebook, because they are afraid what other people may be offended, what other people may say. No, my brothers and sisters, speak the truth. You have a responsibility with your Father in heaven. What are you going to say to your Father when you meet him face to face in heaven? Like the angel me and face to face. What are you going to say to him? I was afraid. I was afraid, Lord. Hallelujah. Are you going to say that to God? That you were afraid of what my people may do to you? Don't, don't think this way. I'm telling you. If you say that, if you think this way, you're being a coward. God is not pleased with you. It's not easy for me to come on the radio, come on the program and talk about these things. But you know what? So what? Even friends, Christians get offended because I talk about the RFID. So what? Pastors get offended. People write to me so angry. Oh, this is not. I got a great dear friend, Pastor, back in Massachusetts. He said, this is not the, the mark of the beast. Have you heard from the Lord about it? Have you fasted? Have you prayed? Have you saw the Lord in regard to the mark of the beast? To see whether it's the system of the, of the Antichrist or not. Or you just want to put out your own opinion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. No. No. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew fourteen twenty seven. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be it a good comfort, and be not afraid. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We cannot be afraid. Cannot be under fear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The man that had with one talent, he buried it. And what did he say? Matthew 25, 25. I was therefore afraid. And when he hid thy talent on the earth, behold, thou hast thy own. Hmm. And Jesus said, Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go and tell my brethren that they go into Galilee. That should deceive me. And when he resurrection, God don't want us to be afraid. God don't want us to be hiding, brothers and sisters. And, and he doesn't want to hear that we were afraid. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't want us to be afraid, to be under fear. Fear is not of God. Fear is not of God. Well, I want to read to you what Jesus said to this man. After he had hidden the one talent, God gave him to multiply. 
Jesus said unto them, Be not afraid and go to... Um, no, this is Matthew. I said Matthew 25, sorry. Thank you, Lord. I just want to read to you what Jesus uh, said to this man. Hallelujah. That was so afraid that he is telling. Matthew 25, 26. Thank you, Lord. And his master answered said unto him, Thou evil servant, and slothful that thou knowest that I reap where I sow it not, and gather where I straw it not. Thou slower therefore have thou put my money into the exchanger, then that I might come and shall I have received my own with vantage, with interest, in other words. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it to unto him which hath ten talents. See, God will multiply your blessing when you are obedient. But when you get so fearful, when you walk, when you do everything under fear, afraid of what people may say, afraid of what people may do, you will not get your blessing from God. You will not be blessed this way. And maybe a lot of people are asking, why am I not being blessed? Well, check yourself. Check your life. Pray. Seek the Lord. It might be that God's been telling you to speak out, and you've been afraid to. Work for him when you've been afraid to. Your life may be, maybe been under fear. God is not a God of fear, I tell you that. Fear is not of God. God fear is not of God. Okay, that is holding you from doing the word of God. Uh-uh. That is of the devil. That is of the devil. You need to repent if your life been under fear. Maybe that's why you're not being blessed as you've been asking God to. You've been praying, maybe fasting. For God to bless you, but you're not being blessed because you've been under fear. You need to repent that fear. Thank you, Lord. More teaching coming after this. Shalom. Love Talk Radio. Imagine what it would be like when I 
right, just sing out your own words. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 
God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. His mercy endure. Hallelujah. His mercy endure forever. Hallelujah. Our God is a merciful God. Hallelujah. We want to start with prayer to the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Because God is good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord Almighty. Thank you, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the opportunity, Father, to bring the word to your people, God. Hallelujah. For this word will be, may be a blessing to them, Lord. Father God, we ask you, Father, hallelujah, to bless your people, God. We ask you to, to praise the Lord, hallelujah, bless your people through your word, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring comfort and bring, bring hope to your people, God. We ask you, God, that you will move on the people, Lord that your presence will be felt, Lord, through this radio station, Lord, that you will fix everything, Lord, how it needs to be fixed with this radio station, God, that you will take control over this radio station, God, oh, God Almighty, hallelujah, that with your power moving among your people, God, hallelujah, that anyone, hallelujah, Father, that are listening, Lord, will be blessed through this radio station, Lord, through this radio, hallelujah, through this Black Talk Radio, Lord Jesus, your people will be blessed. They will receive, uh, hallelujah, touch from your spirit, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Almighty. Thank you for your love and mercy, God. You are so good, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your mercy, God. We thank you for your mercy, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Brother Chance. Hallelujah. You want to say anything, Brother? I'd uh, just like to say hello to everybody. We've been 
kind of fighting through some of these difficulties. I think we got it ironed out. Amen, 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 brother. Amen, amen. These are difficult times, brother. We're we're about to go home very soon, brother. Hallelujah. And and, and the enemy is not happy. He's not happy that he's going to lose some people, that finally some people are going to be out of this earth, brother. Amen. Amen, hallelujah. So we've got to be in constant prayer, constant repenting, hallelujah, getting ourselves ready with God, hallelujah, because he's in control, hallelujah. He's in control of everything. Hallelujah. Uh, it, it just remind me when, when the Lord Jesus Christ was in the boat with his disciples. Hallelujah. And, and he was sleeping, hallelujah, the Bible said. And, and when the storm got the, started shaking the boat, um, the disciples got scared. They thought they were going to die. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But the Lord was there with them. As long as, as the Lord is in your life, he, he might sound quiet in your life. You might feel like he's not doing anything in your life, hallelujah. But I can tell you he's with you, hallelujah. If you, if you, hallelujah, receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he's in your life, hallelujah. He's in there with you, hallelujah. You're not going through this storm by yourself, praise the Lord, hallelujah. He's, he's going through this storm with you, hallelujah. He's, he's, he's praise the Lord, hallelujah, helping you. He, he, he's, his hands are open for you, for you. Hallelujah. Right, brother? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he's not going to leave you alone. Hallelujah. You might feel like he's, you know, you might feel by your, that you're by yourself now, especially the people that don't have a companion. Hallelujah. Who are going through very difficult times. Hallelujah. Um, they might feel lonely. Hallelujah. But the Lord is there. Hallelujah. He's there. He's there. He'll support you. He'll help you. All you got to do is get on your knees and pray. All you got to do is get on your knees and seek the Lord with your heart. Do it from your heart. Don't do it from just from your mouth and out or from your mind and, your, and you know, in your mouth and out. You Do it from your heart. Seek the Lord from your heart. Hallelujah. And you, you will see the Lord move in your life. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, uh, tonight we, we wanted to talk about the mark of the beast. You know, that's the topic for tonight. Hallelujah. And I just made, I just finished today making a video about the mark of the beast. It's going to be going on YouTube very soon. Hallelujah. And um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I wanted to, to share, hallelujah, what's going on right now with, 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 with this um, mystery. The Bible calls it the mystery. Hallelujah. The mark of the beast is, is a mystery. The devil works in a mysterious way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. It's called in, in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, hallelujah, uh, verse 7, it says, For the mystery of the lawlessness is already at work. Only he who restrains him will do so until he is taken out of the way, which we know that the one that is restraining him is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, because the church is still here. The, the, the people of God are still here. And the Holy Spirit dwelling within God's people. Hallelujah. So uh, the Holy Spirit holding the enemy back. Hallelujah. He would like to start. He would like to be doing more damage. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit is not allowing him to do this. Hallelujah. If you, if you open your Bible to, to 2 Thessalonians. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians uh, uh, chapter 2. 
We're going to start reading on verse 1. Then we're going to the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel. Hallelujah. We're going to speak in Genesis. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you what the Bible in the book of Genesis talks about. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, uh, about the seven years tribulations. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, which a lot of people says it's three years and a half. But I'm going to show you through the, through the, through the life of Jacob. Tribulation, praise God, hallelujah, it's, it's seven, it's seven, um, seven years. Nah, nah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And I, I want to introduce my brother Chance, hallelujah. He's, he's my IT man. He's a, he's a great man of God. Hallelujah. And the Lord has really uh, Chance Brashow. It's his last name, Brashow. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, brother. You did a good job. That's right. Uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He's the IT man for this program, for the Lord's show. Hallelujah. We also have our, our own webpage. It's, it's the Lord, the Lord's, Lord, where um, S on the end, the Lord's show. Hallelujah. Uh, it's LordsHour.com. The Lord's Hour, I'm sorry, the Lord's Hours dot com. That's mm-hmm. the the webpage that where you can go and we're gonna be posting video on there and you can you can you can just um I mean you can enjoy the word of the Lord there. These videos are a blessing. They've been a blessing for thousands of people and you know, we wanna to continue to, to to you know, to do what the Lord wants us to do. The Lord is the one putting in our hearts to, to make these videos and he's blessing his people through them. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So, hallelujah, we're, we're excited for what God is doing. We're seeing the move of God, hallelujah. God is moving. He's saving people. He's touching people. He's doing amazing things in people's life, hallelujah. And, and we're just so grateful. We're just so grateful. Listen to this song, of holy, a holy, holy. I love this song. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, hallelujah.
Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Our God is holy. Our God is holy. Hallelujah. Our God is good. Hallelujah. Praise God for his mercy. Hallelujah. His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. We're, we're talking about we're talking about the mark of the beast. Hallelujah. The mark of the beast. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is, this is the topic today. And we're in Second Thessalonians. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, hallelujah, we're going to start reading on verse 1, hallelujah. And I want you to pay attention, hallelujah, what it says here on verse 1. This is very important, hallelujah, because it, 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 it talks about, hallelujah, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the rapture, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It says, now we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and are gathering together to him. Hallelujah. Which is gathering together to him. Hallelujah. That's what it says in text of, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4.16, that we will meet the Lord in the cloud. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it talks about here that we will be gathering together to him. It talks about that clearly. To him, the Holy Spirit will take us to the Lord. Hallelujah. That you that you not be quickly shaken from your composure, hallelujah, or be disturbed either by spirit, hallelujah, or by message or letter, as if it was from us, for the effect, for, to the effect that that day of the Lord has come, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Let no one, let no one tell you that the rapture has already happened, hallelujah. Let no one in any way continue saying deceive you, hallelujah, why? Because the enemy, hallelujah, is deceiving people, hallelujah. The enemy is in these last days is deceiving people, hallelujah. And we, God's people, have to, has to be very, very careful, hallelujah, not to be deceived. It's very important, hallelujah, that we keep our eyes open, hallelujah, that we will, will, will not be deceived for what the enemy is doing, hallelujah, hallelujah, and to keep and it keeps on saying, for it, it will not come unless the apostasy, the light, the seed, come first. Hallelujah. Talking about what they are, the seven years revelations. No, no, this, no. Because it's also talking about the second coming. It's talking about the seed that is coming in among this last time now. The men of lawlessness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's revealed the son of destruction who opposed and saw himself above every so-called God or object worship, so that he take his seat in the temple of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before the second coming, hallelujah, before the second coming, the Lord, the, the Antichrist must come. The apostasy must come. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But before the second coming of the Lord, we will meet the Lord. Hallelujah. We will guard it together with the Lord in the cloud. The Bible says very clearly which is the rapture at the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the deceive of, of, of the evil one has already started. It's very clear on verse 7. For the mystery of the loneliness is already at work. Only he who restrains him, restrain, will do so until he is taken out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We, hallelujah, will be taken out before the Antichrist will manifest on earth. We will be taken out before the Antichrist will manifest, hallelujah. We will not stay for the tribulation. We're not 
in the tribulation, like many people are saying, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Verse 8, it says, Then the lawlessness one will be revealed, whom the Lord was slain with the bread out of his mouth. At the end, at the end of the seven-year tribulation, hallelujah, the end of the seven-year tribulation, the Lord will slay the enemy. Hallelujah. The Lord will throw him, hallelujah, will encourage him, will incarcerate him for, for, for seven, for a thousand years, I'm sorry. A thousand years he will be put in prison. Hallelujah. On the end when the Lord comes, the Lord will take care of the devil. Hallelujah. He will stop the devil. Hallelujah. From doing what he's going to be doing for seven years. Hallelujah. But before, before he's incarcerated, hallelujah, he, he's going to deceive many people. This is the key of all this. Hallelujah. And in verse 7, if you the mystery of the lowland is already a work, this is what we're going to be talking about tonight. That the mystery, the, 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 the secrecy, is another word, of the lowliness of the Antichrist, of the men of sin, is called by the Bible. It's already a work. He is already doing what, he, what he's planning to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you read verse 6 there, it says very clear. And you know that the, the restrain him so that in his time he will be re, will be revealed. Hallelujah. It, it's called, if you listen there careful in verse 6, his time he will be revealed. The, the, his time is seven years. That's his time. Hallelujah. Seven years of his time. The Lord has given the church 2,000 years, okay, 2,000 years, over, over 2,000 years, and it's called the Antichrist, his time, so his seven years, all right? He, hallelujah, is going to do all his evil in seven years, because on the end of the seven years, the Lord, hallelujah, the Lord, Jesus Christ, is going to stop him, hallelujah. Now, if you go back to the, to the book of Genesis, chapter 31, hallelujah, you read there that Jacob was running, hallelujah, from Laban. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. All right. It, 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 the seven years is in, the, is in the, the life of Jacob in the book of Genesis. The Bible says very clear that Jacob, hallelujah, ran from his house, hallelujah, from the promised land, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ended up in Laban's house, hallelujah. And um, the Lord made all this happen. The, the Lord prophesied this to his mother that these things was going to happen to Jacob. Praise the Lord. So it was planted God. Just to know ahead of everything that we go, God knows what we're going to go through, brothers and sisters. There's no surprise to God, hallelujah. He knows exactly what we're going to go through, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And so we, we, we cannot be surprised of what's, hap- what, what's happening in our life. You cannot be surprised, hallelujah, because God knows what's going to happen to us. So in all this, we need to trust the Lord. That's all we need to do. Trust the Lord. Hallelujah, that he's in control. He is the one allowing these things to happen to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That he, 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 he will protect us. He will protect us going through all this hardship and, and, and hard time and difficult time. Hallelujah, that he will not leave us alone. So um, Jacob was going through all this tough time. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, hallelujah, he went and, and, and told Laban he, will, he was going to work for Laban for seven years. 
I'm going to tell you, in this story, Laban is the devil. Laban is the devil. Hallelujah. Leah, his first wife, is the world. Hallelujah. And Rachel is the, is the church, hallelujah, that is contaminated with the things of the world. That is very confused. That is going through a very hard time. Hallelujah. And Jacob in this story is, is, the, is the chosen one. It's the person called by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But he, hallelujah, is in the seven-year tough time where the devil is, is, is deceiving him. He's in, the, he's in his seven-year tribulation. He, he, hallelujah. He agreed with Laban with the devil. Hallelujah. Practically, we can call it the devil because he is the devil. That he was going to work seven years for him. That's a seven-year tribulation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God knows everything. Now, hallelujah. God wanted to show in this story what's going to be happening in the tribulation. Okay? Now, the the first seven years, when he thought he was marrying Rachel, all right, Satan deceived him again, Laban, deceived him, uh, and made him marry Leah, his older daughter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jacob thought he was marrying Rachel. Hallelujah. But, see, it's like in the tribulations, people think they're going to do whatever they're going to, they're going to do. They're, they're going to make the, 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 the life of the Antichrist a living hell. But the devil has a lot of experience in, in his evilness and his weakness. And let me tell you, you cannot play with the enemy. Hallelujah. Only the Lord can take care of him for us. We cannot go into a game with him. Hallelujah. Or we might get ourselves in trouble. So we need to understand this. This is very serious. This is very important that we understand, hallelujah, that, that we cannot play with the enemy. The only, the only thing we can do is go in and see your protection with the Lord. Hallelujah. Dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. That's what the, the Psalm 91 says. Hallelujah. That we need to dwell under his shadow, under his protection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Psalm 34, 7, he will send his angel around you to protect you. As long as you are in that, that protection, hallelujah, you, you will be protected by God from the enemy. Hallelujah. But don't think I've I seen people. They haven't, seen, they haven't received the Lord as the personal Savior. They're not saved, and they're taken on Satan, they say. It, it's not that easy. It's not that easy, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We need to understand that we need to be under the protection of the Almighty. Only the Almighty can protect us from the evilness and the sickness of the enemy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jacob, hallelujah, was deceived by Laban and married Leah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he, he agreed. Now that he was deceived, he noticed he was so mad at Laban. He was so, like, people are going to be so mad at the devil for all the deceitment. That are going on now. But you know what? Hallelujah. Now he has to wait another seven years to marry to marry um Rachel, hallelujah. So he worked another so he agreed with Laban to work another seven years. So he he worked another seven years for Rachel. So he ended up working fourteen years, hallelujah. So he was in the world, which was Leah, hallelujah, with the with the bride who was in the world, hallelujah, who was who was contaminated who has all these idols in her life, hallelujah, who was not, who was, who was serving God, but was also not repenting sincerely. This is very important that we repent sincerely before God, hallelujah. And you know, God will take control of, of your life, that God will see that the sincere repenting in your heart, not from your lips, hallelujah, 
but from your heart, hallelujah. So after he worked 14 years, seven for Leah, seven for Rachel, hallelujah. So, praise the Lord, hallelujah. He ended up working six more years, hallelujah, for Laban, for the devil, hallelujah, which the number six is right there clear in the Bible, hallelujah. Six more years, hallelujah, where he worked one, two, three, four times, six, six, six. There's your six, six, six from God. There's your six, six in the Bible. Three times worked for, for Laban. There's right there. Six years, which it means the devil took in control of him. Now, what happened during those six last year? He was for Laban. What did the enemy do? Let me tell you what the enemy did. Hallelujah. To Jacob. Hallelujah. After they agreed on what sheep he was going to, hallelujah, have, hallelujah, Laban went and sent his son to change the sheep and deceive Jacob. In another word, he worked for the currency, for the money, hallelujah, the dollar. We can call it a dollar now, hallelujah. But, but Laban went, the devil went and changed the currency, hallelujah. And then, uh, hallelujah, changed the currency, so, hallelujah, uh, Jacob was losing. So God has to intervene, hallelujah. You can see that the angel of the Lord appeared to Jacob, hallelujah, and told him how to win over Jacob. Only the Lord can deliver you from the wickedness of Satan. Hallelujah. Because Jacob made an agreement with Laban. Hallelujah. But Laban was the devil. And the devil started deceiving Jacob. Hallelujah. Did you understand what the enemy done now? So the currency during those seven years is going to be it's gonna it's going to be changed. Hallelujah. The devil is going to change the currency. Hallelujah. So this is what we need to understand. He would change the monetary system during those seven years. The dollar is the buying power in the market. All the countries are buying oil with the dollar. It's, it, you know, it's, it's being used all, all over the planet right now, you can say. Hallelujah. So but the devil is going to change the currency. Hallelujah. There's going to be a new currency during the seven-year tribulations. So this is what the people need to, 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 to remember, hallelujah, that the currency is going to be changed. Now, the, when the Lord came to Jacob on the end to deliver him, to deliver him, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, he came to deliver him, praise the Lord, hallelujah, but um, hallelujah, Jacob, hallelujah, had to be delivered by God. He could not do it by himself. Hallelujah. He cannot do it by himself. God has to intervene. Hallelujah. He has to intervene because he knew that Jacob cannot do it by himself. So the angel of God went and told Jacob to get out of there. That's Genesis 31, if you read in Genesis 31. Hallelujah. Now, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you see it there clearly, you can go and read it and read it. Hallelujah. And you can see clearly. Hallelujah. What what's being, what I'm talking about there, hallelujah, in Genesis 31, hallelujah, it's, it's very clear, hallelujah, when the Lord has to intervene to get him out of there, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Now, in, in the book of Revelation, all right, we're talking about the mark of the beast, hallelujah, the mark of the beast, hallelujah. Now, it's talking about the, 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 the evil one, Revelation 13, 17. And he provides that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, you will find 
the, 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 the mark of the beast six times in the book of Revelations. It's not a coincidence that it's there six times. It's not there seven times. It's not there five times. It's there six times, all right, indicating the enemy, hallelujah. Seven is the number, number of perfection of God, and six is the six is the, the, the number of the beast, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation 14, 9, hallelujah. Another angel, a third one, followed them and saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast in his image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, hallelujah. There you go, hallelujah. This, this mark will be on your forehead or on your hand. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And it's already the, the government, hallelujah. I, I have seen reports from scientists, hallelujah, that they say that these, these ships that they make, hallelujah, it can only go right on the hand or on the forehead. Those are the only places that they find out that, that you know, this shit can, can, can be put on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I, I also been informed today that in China uh, a few days ago, they, 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 in, they're starting to implement a, a ship, hallelujah, a similar ship, like the Mark of the Beast ship, hallelujah. I do not know if it's the same ship, but, with, you know, the Bible says very clear, the, mis, the mystery Hallelujah. The, the, the devil is already in action there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and the population, the people are starting to use this thing now to buy or sell very clear in India. Hallelujah. So people of God, the, the news are going out there. This is all on the move now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Revelation 14, 11, and the smoke of the torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day and night. Those who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever received the mark on the, of his name, hallelujah. Right? The, the mark of the beast is tied up with the, with the name of the beast, hallelujah, with the Antichrist. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. It's tied up. It's one thing the Bible says in the book of Revelation, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So, hallelujah. So this is going on right now. This is going on right now. If you, what I just read now, it says very clear that the torment will go on forever. Hallelujah. This is not to be played with people of God. Once you get this mic, the friends that are, the, the friends that are listening to me, okay, once you get this mic at the, at the beast, hallelujah, at the Antichrist, hallelujah, it, God will not forgive you. You can repent day and night for seven years, and God will not forgive you for this. Hallelujah. This is why. When the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to John, the Apostle John, to give him these revelations, hallelujah, hallelujah, he made it very clear which for his people, uh, it is very clear that it's for the last day. And we are in the last day. The trumpet is, a, is ready to sound. It is going to sound any day now. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So we need, hallelujah, to watch child. We need to be on constant repenting. We need to be on constant, constant seeking the Lord, reading his word and fasting. It's very important, hallelujah, that we maintain a life of repenting before this trumpet sounds because the trumpet is going to sound so quick, so fast, hallelujah, that once it sounds, once you hear the trumpet, you're out of here in a blink of an eye, the Bible says, hallelujah. 
It's the, it will be the last thing you hear on this earth once a trumpet sounds. So this is why it's so important, people, that we are ready. It's not, it's not that we're going to be ready. It's that we need to be ready now. Now is the time for us to be ready. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That we are seeking the Lord, that we are repenting. Hallelujah. This is no time for confusion. If you are confused, stop watching television. Stop going on Facebook talking to demons. Hallelujah. Start talking to people who don't know what they're talking about. Excuse me, what they're talking about. It's very important that we understand, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, that we need to, to seek the Lord, we need to be close to the Lord, hallelujah, in these last days. There's no time for us, hallelujah, to be doing other things than seeking God. If you're working, before you go to work, pray. After you come from work, pray. Take some time even working, because I did it. The Lord called me to fast when I was working, and I did it. And the Lord blessed me for that. Hallelujah. It's very important. There is no time to say to the Lord, I cannot fast. You need to fast at least, hallelujah, one day a week. This was told to me from the Lord. I asked the Lord, Lord, why would I tell your people how many days they need to fast? And the Lord said, at least one day a week. It's very important, people of God, that we do this, hallelujah, that we stay in communion with the Lord. Now, Revelation, hallelujah, uh, Revelation 16:2. So the first angel went and poured out his ball on earth, and it came a lonesome and a malignant sore on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped the image, hallelujah. Once you get the mark of the beast, you're going to end up worshipping the image, all right? The mark and the image is tied up. Hallelujah. That's why the mark goes with the name of the Antichrist, with the name of the beast. All three things are one. Sex, sex, sex. Hallelujah. Understand this. Hallelujah. It says very clear. Revelation 16, 2. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so the people who have the mark of the beast, Revelation 16, 2, and who worship the image, they receive Hallelujah, the wrath of God came upon their life. Why? Hallelujah, because they already had the mark of the beast, and they were already worshiping the image. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Revelation 19.20. Hallelujah. Now, it says that the beast was seized, and with him the full prophet who performed the sign in his presence by which he deceived those who had deceived the mark of the beast in those who worship his image, these two were thrown alive. They were thrown alive into a lake of fire which burned with brimstone. People of God, listen to this. This is very important. The Antichrist and the full prophet will not escape the hand of God. But so are those who get the mark of the beast and the hands on the forehead. Will not escape. They will not escape being thrown, hallelujah, in the lake of fire. Hallelujah. They will not escape. It's impossible. Once they get the mark of the beast, they're going into the lake of fire. Hallelujah. And I tell you this 
because the Lord took me into the middle of the tribulations, hallelujah, and I saw this young woman, she must have been 19, she had a couple of kids with her, all right, it was a son and her daughter, and she was eating from the from the from the garbage dumpster, dumpster, and, and and I seen that, and it was so horrible for me seeing this scene that the lawyer, you know, was showing me, hallelujah, that I was like, wow, and she was all dirty, her kid was all dirty, her the clothes was all dirty, praise the Lord, hallelujah, and I see her like taking taking leftovers out of the garbage, and she was eating and giving it to her kid, hallelujah. It was a, such a horrible thing, hallelujah, what I was seeing, hallelujah. But I seen a sister who came all dressed up, all nice and everything, hallelujah. And she did, she she was telling this other sister. She said, sister, what are you doing? Why are you putting yourself through all this mess? Why are you putting yourself through all this suffering? Hallelujah. Why don't you just go, get the mark on your hand, hallelujah, and, and, they, and they will give you a card with money where you can go to the market and buy food for you and your kids. Why are you putting yourself through this? And I heard when the, I heard clearly when the sister said back to her, listen, the Bible said it very clear, hallelujah, that if we get this mark, hallelujah, we will end up going, being thrown in hell, she was saying, hallelujah. We're going to die. We're going to die with the enemy, hallelujah. And she said, oh, sister, do not put yourself through that, sister. Don't do this to yourself and your care, sister. Listen, you go get this mark, hallelujah. Let them put it on your hand, hallelujah. And then after you get it and you buy your food and all your stuff, you repent later to God, God will forgive you, sister. God will forgive you. Forget about it, sister. Go get it. Don't put yourself through it. Look, you guys are going hungry, hallelujah. You're, going, you're putting yourself through this torment. They're persecuting you to kill you. You have to be running and hiding, sister. Don't do this to yourself. Don't do this to your children. Look how they, how they look. They look hungry. Praise the Lord. And I was watching, and I was like, oh, my goodness. How can someone think that, that like, she said, look, I got it myself. I'm going to repent. I know God is going to forgive me. Don't the Bible say God is a good God of love? People of God, <laughs> as I was watching this and hearing this, I was astonished by, by, by what this sister was saying. Like, how can it be? Hallelujah, that people think they're going to get the mark of the beast, hallelujah, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Nothing is going to happen to them. You see how the enemy is deceiving people? Hallelujah. You see how the enemy, hallelujah, make things to make things to sound or look easy for people, and people are just going to um, just go ahead and get the mark because it's, it's so easy to, to just get it, hallelujah. Hallelujah, but, it, 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 you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah. It's not that easy. I just read you. I just read, hallelujah, the verses that it talks about the mind. Now, Revelation 24, then I saw thrones, hallelujah, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them, hallelujah, and I saw the soul of those who have been beheaded because of the testimony of Jesus and because they were, hallelujah, because of the word of God, hallelujah, and those who have not worshipped the beast of his image and have not received the mark on their forehead, hallelujah, or on their hand, and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is what's going to happen. I've been telling people this, and a lot of people, where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the Bible, brother? After the people are beheaded for Christ, this, I'm talking about the people that are going to stay in the tribulation, 
They're going to have to die for the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what's going on right now. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what's going on currently. Hallelujah. The governments, hallelujah, are setting up all these female camps. Hallelujah. It's not only in the United States. It's happening all around the world right now. They're setting all these female camps. Hallelujah. Where they, hallelujah, where they are going to throw Christians in there. Hallelujah. They're going to arrest Christians, hallelujah, for preaching the gospel, hallelujah, and they're going to throw them in this camp. Now, they've been got, buying all this guillotine, hallelujah, machines to cut people's heads. Hallelujah. They're going to cut people's heads with this guillotine, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And they've been buying this guillotine from China, Japan, Italy, and, and other countries, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So this is very important, people of God. Very important, hallelujah. There. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. You, we, we stay close with the Lord. We will not, will not let the enemy deceive us with what's going on now. Everything looks very quiet. It looks like nothing is happening. Hallelujah. They already have a blue and red list. Hallelujah. If you put it on Google, on YouTube, the blue list, the, the, the blue and red list, hallelujah, you'll find out that they have two lists. They have more than two lists, hallelujah. But the, 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 what the, the red list may, means is the radical Christians who preaches the gospel out there, who, who are trying to win souls for the kingdom of God, hallelujah. These are the people that are going to be thrown in this female camp first, hallelujah. They're going to be arrested, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, for preaching the gospel. This is why it's very important, people, God, that we stay close with the Lord, that we understand, hallelujah, the time that we're in. We're in difficult time. We're in terrible time, hallelujah. And the, the, the devil, hallelujah, through his, through his antichrist, is looking to kill Christians. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, God is good. God is good, God is good. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. His mercy endure forever, hallelujah. His mercy endure forever, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. For well, it says very clear, hallelujah, hallelujah, that they will come to life and reign with Christ for a thousand years, hallelujah. People of God, hallelujah, we're all going to, to reign with Christ for a thousand years. That is called the millennium, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I will preach another day the message about the millennium, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. But it's very important, it's very important, hallelujah, that we understand, hallelujah, that this, 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 this our governor, government, hallelujah, hallelujah, are planning all these things right now. And the enemy, hallelujah, who is controlling the governments around the world, hallelujah, are doing this, hallelujah. They are doing this, hallelujah, because, hallelujah, they, they, they think they're seeing in the best interest of the people, hallelujah, hallelujah. They are buying all these coffins, hallelujah. And people, have, I've been speaking with brothers that, that they already have all these coffins that the government has ordered, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Close, oh, these coffins, there's videos online about the, all these coffins that the government have bought, hallelujah. And, and all these coffins they're buying, it's so when they when they set the people on these guillotines, hallelujah, they're going to cut their head, hallelujah. They're going to cut their head, hallelujah, and they're going to bury them real quick, hallelujah. They're going to get them out of the way, hallelujah. They think that by, by doing this, they're going to bring peace into the world, hallelujah. But they, they do not know and do, do not understand that all this is going to bring the biggest judgment of God that the earth has ever seen, the biggest judgment of God. And the devil, like I read before, is doing all this in Second Thessalonians 2, uh, verse 7. The mystery of the loneliness is already awake. He's doing this in secrecy. Hallelujah. God does everything in the light. Jesus said to his disciples, I, everything I have spoken, hallelujah, he said to the Pharisee, I'm sorry, everything that I have spoken, I have spoken clearly, hallelujah, among the people. And in another word, everybody heard clearly what the Lord Jesus Christ was saying. Hallelujah. He was speaking in front of everybody. He was not hiding. Hallelujah. Now, we read in Daniel 2.47, hallelujah, so you know that God reveals the mystery, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The king answered, hallelujah, to Daniel and said, Surely your God is a God of God and a Lord of kings, a revealer of mystery, since you have been able to reveal this mystery, hallelujah. God reveals the mystery, hallelujah. Whatever the devil is doing in the secrecy, in the secret, hallelujah, God is going to reveal it to his people. Because Daniel was a chosen one from God, hallelujah. He was a chosen, hallelujah, from God, and God revealed it to him. We have another sample in the, in the book of Genesis, hallelujah, in the, in the life of Joseph, in Pharaoh, hallelujah. When, when Pharaoh has those, those dreams, hallelujah, that his, his people could not interpret these dreams. And God used Joseph, hallelujah, to, inter, to interpret Pharaoh's dreams, hallelujah, hallelujah. But they cannot do it. God has to reveal it, hallelujah, to his people. 
Joseph was one of his chosen people, as we are that chosen people. In these last days, he's revealing to us what the enemy is doing in secrecy. Hallelujah. Uh, the other night, the Lord also took me out of my body. Hallelujah. And took me into these, what these governments are doing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and, and the Lord showed me these um, machines look like where they set the people. Hallelujah. Share. It looks like a, a big share. Real, real special made share. Hallelujah. And they, they set the people and they put these things on their head. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and for what reason do they do this? Hallelujah. It's, it, the Lord will show me that they can change the people's thoughts. Hallelujah. They can put new thoughts into, thoughts into their mind. Hallelujah. So these people will think it's their own, their, their own thinking. Hallelujah. And they don't know that these machines are putting it in them. So when they release the person out into the community, they, they were practically controlling that person's mind. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So people of God, this is what's going on now. This is what's going on now. Hallelujah. And this is why we need to keep our eyes open. Hallelujah. We really need to, to, to understand what's going on. We need to understand what the devil is doing. Hallelujah. But God, hallelujah, God is going to bring him to light. All his secrecy, everything that he's doing here and that, you know, that people don't know what he's doing, God is going to bring it out. Hallelujah. Now, I got a brother, Kobe. My brother, Kobe, is on the line. My brother's going to be having his program. Hallelujah. Every Monday at 8 o'clock, he's going to bring in a Bible study. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and, you know, I told him to call today so I can introduce him to God's people. Hallelujah. And, and, and the people of God will get to know this brother. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Very humble um, man of God. Hallelujah. Um, brother Kobe, you there, brother? I'm here, brother. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's show, brother, to, to the Lord's yeah. hour. I'm sorry, to the Lord's hours. Hallelujah. And um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling the people you're going to be on, on, on the radio, hallelujah, yeah. on Mondays, hallelujah, from 8 o'clock, yeah. hallelujah. You're, you're going to bring uh, bring to the people Bible studies, hallelujah, that are going to be tremendous blessing to, 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 the, to the people, hallelujah. Praise yeah. the Lord, hallelujah. Hey, buddy, I look forward to it, so uh, um, I'll, I'll be ready to go next Monday, so I look forward to Amen. it. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, we're going to be waiting for that, brother. Hallelujah. I've seen, I seen videos that, that you have put on YouTube. Hallelujah. And I listened to one of them, and it was a, such a tremendous blessing, brother. You're really mm-hmm. focusing everything on the Lord, huh? Yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God wants us to be focused on Jesus, brother, huh? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, this is a, Listen, buddy, a I just here. wanted to touch base with you. I just wanted to call in and say hi. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to go. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Amen, brother. Everything is fine, brother. We're live on the radio right now. Hallelujah. And people, hallelujah, can hear you, brother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Brother Coffee will be on, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. On Monday at 8 o'clock, he's bringing his own Bible study. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So thank you to the brother, hallelujah, brother Kobe, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, for having him on the radio, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I was saying earlier, praise the Lord, hallelujah. This mark of the beast is not a joke. A lot of people are taking this as a joke, hallelujah. 
and, and it's, we 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 got to take this very serious. Hallelujah. We cannot we cannot take this lightly. Hallelujah. It's very important that, that we understand. Hallelujah. What time we're in? We're soon to be going home. Hallelujah. And, and people need to to to. Hallelujah. Understand the time. Hallelujah. And the hour that we're in. This is the Lord's hour. This is the last hour that we're in. Hallelujah. So we've got to be very careful now. Second Thessalonians um, chapter two verse eight says, verse eight says, then the loneliness one will, will, will reveal whom, Hallelujah, whom the Lord will slay with the bread of His mouth and bring to an end, Hallelujah, by the appearance of His coming, Hallelujah. That is the one who is coming is in accord with the activity, Hallelujah. He knows what the enemy is doing, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He knows what the enemy, hallelujah, is doing, hallelujah, and the Lord is going to come, and he's going to put an end to this. He's going to put an end to what the enemy is doing, hallelujah. So we can trust that our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, will not allow this to continue. He will not allow this to continue. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He will not allow the, the enemy, hallelujah, to go beyond those seven years. Hallelujah. But many will be deceived during these seven years. This is very important to know. This is very important to remember. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That in these seven years, millions will be deceived. It talks about it in the book of Revelation. It talks about this in Second Thessalonians. It talks about it in the book of Daniel. Hallelujah. That these people will be deceived. Hallelujah. They will be deceived. And we need to take this very serious. Hallelujah. We need to understand, hallelujah, that God, hallelujah, is going to, to, hallelujah, protect his people, us now, and what we're going through, hallelujah. It's very important, hallelujah, that we trust the Lord, hallelujah, that no matter what's going on out there, God is protecting us, hallelujah. God's hand is, is, is really with us in all this, hallelujah, and he's not going to leave his people alone, hallelujah. He's not going to abandon his people, hallelujah. And the hard time, hallelujah. He's not going to, hallelujah. God is merciful, hallelujah. God is merciful, hallelujah. He will protect his people, hallelujah. He will protect his people, hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
Praise, praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. God is good. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. Now, uh, 1 Thessalonians, hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 4, hallelujah, um, 13. Hallelujah. If you go to me, uh, go with me to 1 Thessalonians, hallelujah, 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 13. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to, to be uninformed about those who sleep and dead, hallelujah, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus has died and rose again. So we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we, excuse me, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not perceive those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself, pay attention to that word there, that's uh, 4 Thessalonians 4.16. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them and in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Powerful word there. See, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, hallelujah, is coming for his people. He's not sending an angel. He's coming himself. The rapture will be an event where we're going to meet the Lord in the cloud. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We will not proceed to the one that are dead. Hallelujah. But then after that, all these things about the men of loneliness have to happen, hallelujah. They have to come to pass, hallelujah. This is, this is, it's avoid, it's, you cannot avoid it, hallelujah. It's very clear, hallelujah, when you read Matthew 24, I'm sorry, hallelujah, that these things must happen. Matthew 24, verse 29, says, immediately after the distress of those days, it's talking about in the, in the, in the tribulation already, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give us light, and the star will fall from the sky, and the heavenly body will be shaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's all going to happen before, hallelujah, before the coming of the Lord, before the second coming. These people are going to be in the tribulation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They're going to be going through this hard time, hallelujah. This is what the Lord wants his people to avoid. This is what he doesn't want his people to be going through, hallelujah. Because it's going to be such a terrible time that the Lord says, like never it had been before, hallelujah. So it's important, hallelujah, that we be in communion with God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, that we, we maintain this, our relationship with God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, because the time is it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's, it's very important that we stay close with the Lord. 
now. Now way until later, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, because when God spoke to Daniel, and Daniel, hallelujah, chapter 12, hallelujah, hallelujah, it says very clear, verse 9, he replied, go your way, Daniel, because the word I roll up and seal until the time of the end. Many will be purified. Listen to this. This is the time now where God is purifying his people. Read it, Daniel chapter 12, verse 9. Hallelujah. He replied, go your way, Daniel, because the word I roll up and seal until the end time, until the time of the end, I'm sorry. Many will be purified, made spotless, hallelujah, and refined, hallelujah. They will be clean out now through repenting. This is what happened now. God can clean you through repenting. God can clean you through fasting. God can change you now, hallelujah, because he don't want you to go into these seven years, hallelujah, because if you go into these seven years, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, you may fall into getting the mark of the beast. You may be deceived into getting the mark of the beast. So this is the time to warn people. This is the time to tell people, you got to seek the Lord now. If we wait, it might be too late. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It continues saying, the wicked will continue to be wicked. Hallelujah. None of the wicked will understand. Pay attention to that word. Hallelujah. Many people who are questioning the people of God in this last day. It's in the Bible. Read it. Daniel chapter, hallelujah, chapter 12, verse 9. All right, I want to make this clear because sometimes when I say this in the video, people will email, brother, I don't understand what you're talking about. Where, where do you get that in the Bible? Well, now I'm quoting you the Bible, so you can go to the Bible with me, hallelujah, and you understand what, what time when. What time is it? Hallelujah. Well, this is the Lord, hallelujah, last hour, hallelujah. This is the Lord's hour, hallelujah, his last hour, hallelujah, where he's going to take his people out, hallelujah. But they must be uh, pure. His wife, hallelujah, his bride, excuse me, has to be pure. Daniel, hallelujah, says very clear. Uh, the angel says to Daniel here very clear. But the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand. Will understand what? What is it that the wicked, what is it that the people who are not seeking God, what is it that the people who don't understand the Bible, what is it that the people who are not praying, what is it that the people who are not reading the Bible don't understand? What is it? What is, what is the set here clear? Oh, yeah. None of the wicked, you know, we know that the wicked are the people who are not seeking God. Hallelujah. Who when you tell them to seek God now, that the trumpet is about to sound, they will make fun of you. They will make fun of you, brother, brothers and sisters. They don't want to hear it. They think they're right, and that's it. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They, will, they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear. They tell you, oh, this is all nonsense that the trumpet's going to sound soon. Hallelujah. It says, none of the wicked will understand, but it says then, as a comma, but those who are wise will understand. Okay? This is, this is very good because we are in those times. Hallelujah. We are in this last time. Hallelujah. When the, when the Lord here spoke to Daniel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The wise, 
Hallelujah. Wisdom. Hallelujah. What is the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs says? The fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? Hallelujah. 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 What is the fear of the Lord? When you fear God, hallelujah. Let me tell you what is the fear of the Lord. It's not it. Hallelujah. The fear of the Lord is not fearing the devil, but it's fearing God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you can fear, if you fear God in these last days, hallelujah, you want to get out of here. You want to leave. You just don't want to be here no more. You just don't want to be here. Why? Because you are fearing God. The fear of God is in your heart. Like I, I talk to brothers and sisters that write to me almost every day. Brother, I just want to get out of here, brother. What's, what's going on? What are we still doing here, brother? Why? Because they fear God. This is what happens when you fear God. You want to be with God. You want Him more than anything else. Hallelujah. And that, those are the times we're in now. But those who are wise, those that fear God, will understand. Those are the people that God wants to bring His message clear to them. Get ready. Be ready. Hallelujah. Because the trumpet will sound. I know I have said to the people in the video, Hallelujah, that these messages God is having me bring are mostly to the people that are staying behind. It's true. It's very true. That's what the Lord is saying, hallelujah. These messages to the people that are staying behind because there will be multiple uh, millions of people who are going to stay behind, who will not listen that this rapture is about to happen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. They just, they just, hallelujah, wants to live in the world. They just wants to be doing whatever the world is doing. This is why these people are not receiving the message, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But be wise, people. Be wise. Praise the Lord.
Praise God. Praise God. God is good. Hallelujah. His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Excuse me. I apologize. Hallelujah. For the technical problem we've been having uh, tonight in this show. Hallelujah. We're, we're going we're gonna to improve all this show in the coming days. Hallelujah. The Lord's hour. Hallelujah. It's all going to be improved in the coming show. Hallelujah. We're going to have a better show tomorrow. Hallelujah. Um, we're going to have a, a hallelujah, a brother Alberto, hallelujah, from Nicaragua. He's going to be uh, bringing the message in Spanish on Tuesday, hallelujah. He's going to be live on Tuesday, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So a uh, week is going to be um, very busy with different messages from different brothers, hallelujah. We're going to bring the, the word of the Lord, hallelujah. And the weekend, I'm going to be bringing the revelations on the weekend, hallelujah. And the weekend, um, um, Mostly tomorrow, I'm going to bring the testimony about heaven. I'm going to share with the people what the Lord has shown me about heaven. Um, it's so much that it's going to take me many shows to, to really tell the people how much the Lord has shown me about heaven. Hallelujah. It's going to be a great blessing to the people. And I know this is why the Lord wanted me to come.